It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. I'm not being facetious. Well, President Harris led this effort, led this effort to make things better. And that and that was the good part. <laughs> did you get did you catch that little thing there? And for the first time, because she was clear as day right behind his right shoulder wow. when he said it, and she had a look of just like shame almost. Honest to God, just really? like shame. He's he just it has to be it's over ten times during the presidency he said President Harris. Said it's a lot. not a mistake at this point. Uh, she may be running things more than we ever thought, Diener. That's see, that's what I'm starting to wonder, and uh, I'm glad you said that because if he's saying that, what's going on behind the scenes that has put that thought, that has put that <coughs> phrase in his mind right. to have this Freudian slip? This isn't the first time, like you said, he say he has done this a lot. Right. So for him to have this Freudian slip continuously, what's going on? <laughs> is, I mean, are they in the Oval Office and he's calling her Madam President? I mean, is that how they refer to her behind the scenes? What, what is happening? I don't know. I mean, do you remember when uh, he actually said it? Well, if something happens, I'll develop some disease and she'll take over. That's right. I don't think they were kidding. I think that was the plan. <laughs> With name recognition, was. get him in and just have her run things. I don't know. If, man, I'll tell you, because there's got to be something going on. I know this sounds conspiratorial, and I'm sorry if it does, but for him to continuously make this mistake, to, to call her President Harris... There has to be something that we don't know where he's saying President Harris I know. at other times. It's locked in there. He's got yes. the old guy brain where things are locked yes, in. Yes, exactly. Let's jump in. Okay, let's play something from two years ago and then jump ahead. You ready? You tell me this is a coincidence. And I, like I told Barack, if, if, if I reach something where there's a, a fundamental disagreement we have based on a moral principle, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll develop some disease and say I have to resign. I'm not being facetious. <laughs> there it is. Well, President Harris led this effort. Okay. Oh, boy. Just saying. I sh- I'll develop some disease. <laughs> he, said, he said it. We're not the ones saying it. He's the one who said it. <laughs> all right. Well, this was all during the border speech. This was supposed to lay out the outline of when he's going to go to the southern border. It's like finally going to happen, right? It's going to happen on Sunday. There's a reason why it's going to happen on Sunday when no one is paying attention to the news because it's going to be a disaster. They don't want. They did not want to do this. They don't want him there. And like the president of the Border Patrol Union had already said, whenever any dignitary, anybody, comes to the border, they clean things up, people are processed, they're intense, everything's clean and shiny and spiffy. He's going to get there and say, everything's great, everything's fine. That's that's the frustrating part, because then at that point, they can play with the illusion of saying, well, see, everything, they're doing a great job here. Right. Don't worry about all the, you know... Overflowing convention centers and no, shelters that no. are trying to house migrants and, you know, uh, state of emergency in different cities like El Paso. Don't worry about all that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, put it this way. They won't be talking to El Paso residents anytime no. soon. No, they will not. So, but he's got some ideas. This is where, uh, this is why I say when he called her President Harris again, mm. that was that was the least of the problems. Here's an idea on how to solve the problem. You ready? We'll just give them an app when they're traveling. North to the border of the United States. We'll give them an app and they can apply online. This is dead serious. They said it. If they're seeking asylum, they can use an app on their cell phone called CBP1ONE. CBP1ONE. That's to spell it out, not the number one. To schedule an appointment at a port of entry. 
and make their asylum claim there without crossing the border yeah. unlawfully and have a decision determined by an asylum officer, do they qualify? Yeah. <laughs> of course they are. Of course they're going to go on their, you're assuming they have a cell phone, and they're going to go on an app and they're going to apply. Of course they are. This is real. This is a great idea, Joe. This sounds like something, remember the show Veep with uh, <laughs> yeah. Julie Louis-Dreyfus? This sounds like something off of that where you would see her advisors shaking their head like, what most, are you talking the about? The most insane ideas of all time. You want right. traveling migrants yep. to download an app yep. on their cell phones because I know they're really paying attention to your conferences, sure. Joe. They're really you know, out there searching. Gee, I wonder what Joe Biden said today. Let me go. Oh, hey, guys, look. He said to download this app, CBP1, and we can apply online. Hey, did you hear, about the, this? Did you hear about the app? We only have 100 more miles to go. Wait, I can't do that right now. I'm playing Wordle. Oh, my gosh. But don't worry because you know who else? Made a statement about the border yesterday? Mayorkas. These are not serious people, and this is not a serious administration. Let me be clear. Title 42 or not, the border is not open. <laughs> the hell is he talking about? <laughs> they're just... All you can do is laugh at this point and hope we can recover from the damage, because they're, they're just... They're, they're doing. They're destroying this southern border. They're doing so much damage to this country. It's unbelievable. How, how but is, don't worry, they got an app. Oh, of course. How is any of this acceptable? It's not. They're but just, it is to them. They're just straight up lying to you. It's not open. Then why are people flowing through it every day? Why is there record immigration through just, the southern border? Just Illegal remember, immigration. Just I'm not being facetious. Oh. Well, President Harris left. Oh, no. <laughs> she was the border czar. Remember, Bill? Oh, yeah. Oh, what a total uh, yeah. disaster. Yeah, because the, uh, you got the leader of the drug cartel. He's going to be like, hey, guys, look, we got to download this app before we get the fentanyl through the border. They are laughing their what heads off doing? at this right now. All right. <clears throat> uh, coming up in a couple of minutes. Did you hear Trump's plan, though, to, to go after the cartels? Boy. I, uh, of all the like platform speeches I expected him to make, I didn't think it would be that, but it was strong. You talk about the differences in, in wow. speeches and visions. Yeah. Uh, President Harris and President Biden are talking about <laughs> d- developing an app. Tr- Trump's saying, like, nuke them. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, to get out of that swamp in a, just a quick second, how about this great news, if you didn't hear it quite yet? Damar Hamlin followed this story all week. Mm. Every, really, the whole world has. The Buffalo Bills safety who collapsed on Monday Night Football. He woke up. And what was the first thing he asked? You know, writing on paper, because he's got a ventilator. Who won the game? How about that? <laughs> it's incredible. What a gamer that guy is. And uh, quick thinking by the doctor, he said, you did. You won the game of life. Got a ways to go in recovery. Still in critical condition. Now, he's still on a ventilator. That's why he can't really, you know, like, talk yet. But here's the, maybe the biggest part of all. He is neurologically intact, which means no brain damage. That's incredible. Isn't that great? And that was one of the big concerns of why they made a point to say that yesterday. Because mm-hmm. he was, you know, CPR for 10 minutes. He had yeah. to be resuscitated with AED and everything. That's right. Now, thankfully, they were still able to administer oxygen to him while all that was going on. I mean, these guys... The Bills, you know, training staff and everybody there, the paramedics, unbelievable job, man. These God-given talents that they have to save his life on the scene and, you know, basically at this point, hopefully give him a a normal life in the future. All the way around. All the way around. The medical staff, stadium staff, the local uh, EMTs, the hospital at University of Cincinnati, great job. All the way. What a story. I love that. What a turnaround. And you said it before. It's a great comparison, Diener. Compare what we're how we're talking about this from Tuesday. Tuesday we said I hope he lives. Right. 
Wow. Well, that's the, you're right. This is the news we were hoping for exactly. And I'm, and I'm glad that the doctor didn't write on the paper, you know, because he said, you won the game of life. Don't worry about the game pretty much. I'm glad his response wasn't, well, the NFL hasn't decided yet, but the owners are going to be convening today to discuss playoff scenarios. <laughs> he writes, he tells him, well, yeah, see, it's going to go to a tiebreaker. <laughs> I think he made the right choice. Tomorrow would have been like, put me back in the coma, please. It's too confusing. It is crazy, though. The... The tiebreaker scenarios that are that are a result of this, not the most important thing, but it's it's wild. This is going to change everything going forward for these playoffs anyway. What a weird year. Man, scenarios we thought uh, we weren't going to see, but they're throwing them out there. We'll kind of uh, we'll go through all of them, but some of the details on those coming up next, as well as more of your suggestions who should be the Speaker of the House now that it's fair game and they haven't decided it yet. So far, Jennifer Ross is leading. She's just- leading with 30% of the vote. I'm just going to, we, we have a couple more uh, suggestions in there, all and right. I'm just going to say, Jen's, her number is going up, that's all I'm going to say. We better let her know that she's going to be busy, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, that and more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show, welcome to Friday, keep it here. Really? Rapid fire's coming up at 7.30 on a full moon on a Friday? Oh. I don't know. I might have to sit this one out. I'm terrified. And get this, yes. Kilauea is fountaining again. Again? Another Why? eruption. They're going to send you over there to do these reports I again, know, Karen. I know, with my little, yes. my little Marantz recorder. That's right, back in the old days. <laughs> Marantz. <laughs> press, press the two buttons to record. Yeah, and I had the alligator clips, and I would br- put my sound through the phone that way. Wow. Oh, my God. We're not yeah. making this up. Karen used to no. do volcano reports in I Hawaii. Did. Yep, I did. I worked yeah. for KGU Radio. Let me get back to the studio and cut this up with a razor blade yeah, and I edit did. it. Outstanding. <laughs> Active volcano spewing lava for two weeks straight in early December. Wow. A geological survey says Kilauea began erupting again late Thursday afternoon as well. And alert levels on the big island have been raised from watch to warning. So... This is a warning for you with rapid fire coming up. You know, there's just too many ducks in a row that you know scared. What, you know what this means? They're going to have more problems with tourists in Hawaii throwing marshmallows at the lava. Don't that was a real problem. It they was. really had to stop people from doing that. That and people try to take the rocks from there. You're not supposed to take anything that's illegal. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> it's hot rocks. Ow. Man, what is this in your luggage? You it looks the, like a rock. No, it's don't a do that. molten lava. jeez. Oh, <laughs> We got some obsidian in here. <laughs> Remember the volcano that exploded or erupted when uh, I think it was New Zealand? Yes. When the tourists oh, were yeah, going by a, on, on that ship? It was, a, it was a cruise ship excursion. Yes. Why? Hey, could I have my money back? Why is that? Well, uh, lava fell on us. There's was that. It? They were steamed. They steamed their skin off. Like- it, was, it, was, it was that sulfur cloud that yeah. came after them. That's what's dangerous. And yeah, it's a lava is slow, but when that cloud comes at you, there's a new documentary actually on I Netflix. It. Did you watch it? I did. Oh, man. It looks rough. And it goes Brutal, into that. They talk dude. to the survivors. Oh, they were like lobsters. Man, the cruise line is like, I'm sorry, you paid for that excursion. Yeah. You're not getting your money back. You're I right. have no skin. Good luck. You're right. No, no one ever said I'm sorry. No one ever really? paid them no. a dime. No, no one because ever... then, you're, then you're admitting fault. Yeah, no one. Does it just chalk it up to like a uh, act of God type thing? Or? So they just made a Netflix thing and maybe right. probably made money there. But anyway, we've got a lot of act Man. of gods coming up, so you don't want to miss 730. Right. Oh, boy. It's <laughs> rapid fire. Fridays are always wheels <laughs> off anyway, but it's uh, it's going to be hot. Friday up at 7.30. <laughs> Karen's got all the news and the headlines. We'll chime in 7.30-ish.
I think the whole thing's going to be an act of God, the entire thing, the oh, entire segment. Just to get through it, I tell you. <laughs> East South Florida Morning Show, News Talk 850 WFTL. We've got uh, Dina over there. There's Karen, uh, Bill, and uh, Jen. Even though she's at home right now recovering, she'll be back here soon, but she may not make it to the studio because she's going to have to go to Washington, D.C. to yep. take up her role as Speaker of the House. That's right. So far in a text line for who should be the Speaker. Now that Nat- Matt Gates has opened it wide open to everybody, who should it be? And so far, I think, unless it's updated, the leader of the pack is Jen. Far and away. Really? Yes. But I will say this. There is a vote that has come in, Bill, Yeah. that I want to read word for word. Oh, God. It says, in the spirit and history of great patriots like Sam Adams, uh-huh. John, and John Quincy Adams, uh-huh. I nominate Bill Adams for uh, Speaker of the House. Appreciate it, but no. That's, that's from Dave in Lake Worth. Thanks, Dave. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Are you like Jim Jordan right now? It's like, all right, thanks, guys. Leave uh, me out of this. Right, that's right. Jim Jordan's like, I appreciate it, but I want to be the Inquisitor General <laughs> of, all, of all these hearings that are happening here. Oh, man. Well, uh, you know, Jen's got like 90% of the vote so far, which yeah. I think is brilliant. She would be great at this. And it is open to citizens. This is what we learned in this giant physics uh, civics test. Anybody can do it. Any foreign right. red. That's why it, I mean, it's a remote possibility. Elon Musk could be the Speaker of the House. That's right. That's, that's how this whole thing started. They start voting for him in the House, he would win. Miley Cyrus, Britney Spears, anybody. Although he decided to say uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy should be Speaker. He did. He, Elon actually said that. Yeah. He's not afraid to jump into politics now. Did you notice that? Yeah, he jumps right in. He yeah. actually put out a poll and said, should I, should I keep talking about politics or no? Oh. And then uh, everybody, <laughs> what was it? He said... No, or should I keep shooting myself in the foot? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody voted for keep shooting yourself in the foot. That's pretty much what happens. So he he's, he came back out. He's like, my feet hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now that Matt Gates did this, and so I rise to nominate Donald Trump for the position of Speaker of the House. I don't know if you saw this on Truth Social. Karen captured it. And she mm-hmm. put it on our uh, Facebook page. Trump put out a photoshopped picture somebody gave him of the. You've got the. You've got. The president, the vice president, and right behind the left shoulder of the president, Trump himself with his tongue out as Speaker of the House. <laughs> and it's a, it looks perfect. It does. God, he's got a great sense of humor. I think I'm going to share it down to the Morning Show blog, too, so we can live there for a while. Oh, you yeah, take we'll, a look. we'll steal it from other sections yeah, of the site. Absolutely. In the meantime, Kevin McCarthy, we actually heard from him yesterday, the guy that uh, most likely still is going to be Speaker. He did a little impromptu uh, session with re- cackling reporters outside of the doors, and he said this. So if this takes a little longer and it doesn't meet your deadline, that's okay. Because it's not, it's, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And if we finish well, we'll be very successful. All right, that makes sense, but this makes even more sense. It's a healthy process. At least that's how he's spinning it. It's the entire conference is going to have to learn how to work together. So it's better that we go through this process right now so we can achieve the things we want to achieve for the American public. Yeah, it's it. it is. It's going to wind up being that way. That's. I mean, we, we have been saying that all week, you know, to kind of go against the uh, alarmists out there calling the Republicans who are voting against him, you know, insurrectionists and uh, undemocratic. No, this God. is the most American thing you can do, which is to make your voice heard. And try to come to a compromise. What, you just want them to roll over and, and vote for the guy because that's the quote-unquote right thing to do? I mean, let's let's work these fine details out first. Do it. Why not? I think it's a healthy process. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hold him accountable. I think he'll be good. I, th- I Honest to God, I think Kevin McCarthy will be a good speaker after all this. 
After all this, I better think he actually will. Better than he would have been if he didn't go through this. I yes. really do. I believe that. If they had just voted for him, no problem at all, then he would have felt like, well, no one's holding me accountable. Just like the Democrats in the midterms. They they won more than they thought they were going to. They kept the Senate. Now they feel emboldened. So same thing for Kevin McCarthy. Mm-hmm. If he just got in, no problem. Then he feels emboldened. Oh, I'm going to still make these backdoor deals. Nobody cares. Nobody's holding me accountable. Mm-hmm. No, hold the guy accountable. Let's set some ground rules. Let's set some expectations. And then we'll vote you in. You so know, it, that's the path. For the rebels, too, which they're calling them, it, it's wide open for them to claim victory on this. Even if Boebert, which she probably won't, because she actually she actually said this and she's, hold, she's holding to uh, not budging. My vote does not get Kevin McCarthy the speakership. I am a no on Kevin. And Gates said, don't count on my vote. But even if they do cave and they wind up voting for them, they, they can claim a victory to their constituents and they can say, no, we got these stipulations put in place right. to put him on a shorter leash. And then they had there's these, a way there's an out for everybody. Here. Absolutely, it's really easy. Yeah, and they, you know they they say okay, we got them to agree to to the one votes, you know, uh, no yeah. confidence votes, right. House, uh, you know, Freedom Caucus members having all these key positions. Mm-hmm. So all these things, all these concessions that looks like Kevin McCarthy is going to uh, kind of bow down to to move this forward. But the same probably early next week. Because a couple of members have to leave for personal reasons, and then he can only afford four no votes. Sorry, we can't vote on Speaker of the House. We have to go to our home states and raise more money. That's right. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> but you're not even sworn in yet. Yeah, it didn't matter. Give me some money. Oh, yeah, I got some Girl Scout cookies to take oh care of. God. All right, we've got rapid fire, we think, coming up in a couple of minutes. 7.30-ish. Uh, Karen's got all the headlines. We'll chime into on a Friday, a day of mega millions, and a full moon. It's very scared. Good Lord. <laughs> it's coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's 7.30. Time for Jenna Bill's Rapid Fire with Karen Curtis on News Talk 850 WFTL. All right. It's a Friday Rapid Fire. You know what that means. It goes a little wheels off. It's also a full moon coming. And uh, it's Friday and it's Mega Millions Day, too. So good luck with that, Karen. And Kilauea is fountaining. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> so I liken this... Vote for the Speaker of the House to remember Bueller. Anyone? Bueller. Bueller anyone. 1940. Anyone? <laughs> no one appears to be a viable candidate for Speaker of the House except for Donald Trump. I nominate <laughs> President Trump because we must make our country great again, and he can start by making the House of Representatives great again. Yeah. Ridiculous. Florida Congressman <laughs> Mad Gates. You have to go to our website, hdwftl.com. I put the truth social meme that Trump put up yesterday of him as Speaker. It's so good. I don't know who made it. I don't know. But it's perfect. It, it really looks like he's sitting there, and he's got his tongue out. It's yeah. really funny. I put it on the morning show blog, too. And he's rubbing his belly. He's sitting behind Biden, who's president, well, and then Kamala Harris, <laughs> who's president as well. And yeah. uh, it's just hilarious. So go to our website. But it's possible they could have a resolution today, but it wouldn't be go into effect. They What they want, these 20 holdouts, they want a 72-hour cooling-off period for any bill that's passed so that they can't ram through these me- omnibus bills right. without anyone reading them, the press. Which is what happened. Anybody. So if they do, they have it in writing, and if they come to an agreement and it's all signed off on today, then it would be 72 hours before the final vote would be taken. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a start. And it's possible for a resolution today. And it would be interesting because it's January 6th, the second anniversary. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so, um, by the way, there were a thousand arrests from January 6th, Mm -hmm. and a third of those have been convicted. 
And some, yeah. the rest of them are probably still sitting in solitary confinement. That's right. There's a lot of them that are. Man. I mean, it was awful what happened that day, but wow. It would be hilarious. It's not going to happen for anybody who's delusional enough, by the way. Just side note to think that Trump would be speaker. It's never going to happen because he's never going to get the votes that he needs. You think McCarthy's having trouble getting votes? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just try to get the votes from those uh, other 180 who are voting from, for uh, McCarthy. I've got the five. Well, <laughs> Trump just likes the idea that right now there's no one else running against him for president, and he's still he's getting more attention. Yeah, and he he's it. playing along. That's but it's all just the fact that you're talking about the way it used to be. I'm talking like 100 years ago when you had different names and citizens brought up and sure. different ideas. They were debated forever. It's good. It is. It's yes. a good and healthy process to look at this and say, you know what? Maybe, maybe there are different ideas than just it's a guaranteed conclusion that it's going to be this person. He's been here the long... No. Then nothing should be guaranteed. It should right. be a should, process. should not have career politicians ever. Right. Yeah. I like that. Well, uh, moving on. So, Russian President Vladimir Putin, <laughs> he's ordered a 36-hour ceasefire because he's getting his butt kicked uh, to mark the Russian Orthodox Christian Christmas. And Vladimir Zelensky's like, no, we're going full bore. We may send wow. tanks over there. Wow. He says Putin has called the truce to stop advances by his Kiev's forces to the Donbass region. And, and he also needs to bring in more Russian troops because they killed like, what, 400 of them because they were on their cell phone on New Year's Eve calling yeah. home. There was, there was a lot. In a <laughs> barracks there, makeshift barracks. They got cell phone coverage in a war zone. This is, and I can't get it in Boynton. <laughs> it's hard, right? <laughs> The hell? Spotty coverage Starling in Hope Sound. It's Starling, that's yeah. right. Spotty coverage. <laughs> this is going to sound weird. We were on uh, New Year's Eve. I went onto YouTube because the coverage on you know these, these shows that they put on, on ABC and things like that, were just so awful. I couldn't not watch. Well, weren't they? Unwatchable. They were really bad New Year's Eve shows. Really bad. So we had on the football game on my iPad. You didn't iPad. watch Miley Cyrus in Miami with Dolly? I did not. So I said to Chris, I'm like, let's go ahead and watch some of the other like worldwide celebrations. So I was like, looking through stuff, really cool things. But I came across uh, Russia and there was like this person live streaming from Moscow. It was really interesting to watch. They have up all these Christmas decorations. They had a whole Christmas village. There were kids on rides. I'm like, I did not imagine Moscow looking like this at Christmas. Wow. wow. I guess the commies party. Yeah, I guess so. God. <laughs> I didn't expect it. Well, and now they got the Orthodox Christian Christmas to there celebrate. So. This, do the troops get to go home and do that? I don't know. Christmas don't know. in Kiev. That's <laughs> <laughs> where do you vacation for Christmas? Kiev. Kiev. Spring. That's where I spring break. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, now that he's back in Idaho, we know more about the murder suspect Brian Koberger's link to the student bloodbath by DNA. Here's how: they found male DNA on the snap of a knife sheath that was left at the scene. He's like, darn it. Mm. And they matched the white Hyundai Elantra to him yeah. and then got DNA from his dad's trash in Pennsylvania that identified Brian as his son. There's a lot of evidence here. Yeah. They're very confident this is the guy. They got the car. They got everything. And, and they unless also, I heard this wrong, no bail, right? No bail. Mm. They say cell phone data also pings his phone near the victim's home a dozen times, including on the morning after the murder. He returned. He probably went back to go get the sheath. Yeah. And the judge denied as you um, bond, and this is the possible sentence. The maximum penalty for this offense, if you were to plead guilty or be found guilty, is death or imprisonment for life. Wow. Straight up. Jeez. I saw this, too. I guess the, I guess he's a vegan. Is he? They, oh. they had to go over this. Oh. The, the sheriff of the county who was in charge of the jail, he said, we're going to try to accommodate Kohlberger's vegan diet, but we're not going to buy new pots and pans. 
That was the quote. <laughs> nice. Oh, you can't cook. Uh, I, I guess. I, I, wow. Someone okay. that knew him in the past said he was a massive heroin addict. Oh, well. oh wow. Yeah. So anyway. Not coming the, out there. The chair of the Senate Com- Commerce Committee, she's Democrat Maria Cantwell, holding hearings to examine how to strengthen consumer protections and airline operations after Southwest Airlines canceled 16,000 flights last week. By the way, Delta's offering free Wi-Fi and 500 flights. Well, Good. Nice, but you have to have Sky Miles be a Sky Miles. Ah, it should be guaranteed. It it's ridiculous that any planes don't have Wi-Fi now. Why do we have to pay for all this stuff? I know. It's so stupid. Yeah. That's how Disney's making money. The lowering prices oh. and they're charging more for Wi-Fi. Nickel and dime so much. That's go. what people are really upset about Disney for they a lot really of those do. things. Well, coming up on Rapid Fire, hashtag shut up Harry trending. Nice. <laughs> Finally. Shut up, Harry. He needs a wambulance. <laughs> he does. Time for WFTL traffic and weather together. It's the crash on Boynton Beach Military Trail at Palm Chase Drive. No major accidents reported. A 95 of the Turnpike. Do have construction, though, that continues on Lions in Boca Raton. Hi, this is Earl Ron, president of New South Window, and we would like to manufacture and install your windows. Every single New South Window is custom manufactured just for your home. Now you can buy two windows and get the third absolutely free. Visit us at NewSouthWindow.com or call for your factory direct pricing. Call now, 1-800-NEW-WINDOWS. Your WPTV First Alert forecast. Cool fronts move through. Waking up in the 60s with a high today in the low 70s. Tonight's low in the 50s. Also low humidity and sunny skies. Rain by Monday, though, about a 25% chance. Currently, it is clear and mild and 63 degrees in the Palm Beaches. Back to rapid fire. And just a little word of advice. What they're looking for is unlocked vehicles with the key fob left in the vehicles. Yeah, South Florida Police Chief says the solution to this really big car theft problem in South Florida, don't leave your key fob inside your unlocked car in your driveway. I Hello. don't know why people are doing this. That's I, I don't I don't know if I've ever done that. I have a good friend whose daughter's Mercedes was stolen from in front of his car his house. Really? In uh in Broward. Man. 75% of cars stolen in South Florida had key fobs inside. I understand. Maybe you're you're trusting because you're in a you know gated community. You know people around you, and it's just easier for you to leave it in there. But don't do it. It's never a good idea. I'm too paranoid. Yeah. Lock it all the time. What are you doing oh, trusting yeah. people? They're, that's that's <laughs> your first problem. Don't you know this is South Florida? See, What's wrong with you? Never trust people. Ever. <laughs> Come on. What are you doing trusting? Then this is a a police body cam. Don't. You can pick my big up. You be jealous of my big. You want me in this position, dog? Body cam video released Whoa. of a Tampa wow. police officer dragging an uncooperative woman out of his patrol car. She refused to get out while the officer, Gregory Damon, fired. And fortunately, she wasn't injured, but she told she told him to drag her. Walk to my car. Why are you saying that but pulling me? So go on and drag me because that's what you're doing anyway. You ain't walking. Just walk to my car. So she was she wouldn't get out of the car, but is upset that she got dragged out of the car. He got fired? She was upset. Yeah. But she was upset that she was put in the car. She was arrested for trespassing. She was sleeping outside the Tampa Family Health Center. I don't... I have a problem with arresting someone for who's, you know, waiting to go into the health center. Well, that's true, too. But anyway. There's a lot of details yeah. there. I think that it's a lot to unpack. There Can I is. just ask one question? Mm. Yes. The voice that we heard, the scratchy voice, that was the woman? Yes. Okay. I swear... She sounded a lot like Flavor Flav, I gotta uh, tell you. I, that's... She's- she, I'm just saying. I was, the, I was confused. The officer was jealous of her big... He could pick my big up. He was jealous of my big All right. Well, Good for I her. smell a full rigor. <laughs> no, it's, it's in the docket. Oh, yeah. okay. There you go. Um, uh, reason 1010 why I couldn't do... I couldn't be a police officer. I, ju- no. I just could I wouldn't have the patience. I, I don't know how they do it. They're saints. Ugh. 
hashtag shut up Harry trending because of the whining coming out of Prince Harry's new tell-all book, Spare Me. I mean, spare. I have felt the presence of my mum more so in the last two years. Whatever. I've got a little addition to this. Maybe you didn't read this excerpt. It's embarrassing. I think I can say this, and if not, I'll take the heat for it. I'll blame. I'll, I'll go to the meeting. No, blame Kate and William, because that's what he's doing with well, the Nazi uniform. But I'm the one bringing it up. Uh-oh. Did you hear about his frozen junk? Oh, no. No. So this is another of the million excerpts from that book you're talking about. Uh, he was in a delicate condition during Prince oh. William's wedding to Kate Middleton. <laughs> he got frostbite on several body parts. He had an expedition to the North Pole in March of 2011. Here's the quote. Ready? Pa was very interested and sympathetic about the discomfort of my frost-nipped ears and cheeks. While well, the ears and cheeks were already healing, the todger wasn't. The, the todger! <laughs> Can we say that? The todger? We just I did. mean, it is the same language. It's just a different uh, euphemism. The to- I didn't know it that was, was a thing. It was becoming more of an issue every day. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll see myself out. Oh, no. Sorry. Oh, oh, Sorry, uh, bro, todger. I got a frozen well, todger. I can't come to the wedding. Oh, my God. <laughs> By the way, uh, they also said that... That Megan called Kate's lack of being able to remember something baby brain because she had just given birth, and that Kate was furious and she said, "We're not close enough for you to talk about my hormones." And William oh. called her rude and said, "That's not the way things are done in Britain." And then she reportedly told William, "Take your finger out of my face." Wow! Your todger out of my. Fa- I mean, <laughs> yeah, the finger and then finger. tears yeah. clinging to each other. It feels very challenging. Yeah, that's live audio. Wow. <laughs> What a crazy it's, family. You know what? It's a train wreck. It it's, is. It's sad. They're a mess. They're selling their soul to the devil. They're, this. All this stuff is so embarrassing all and he, obviously not true. All he had to do was just shut up and you could still be a prince. What the heck? What I find it ironic, though, is they were trying to escape from the tabloids their entire life. That's and now they've, they've made themselves lie. the tabloids. That's what it is. They, they, <laughs> they rely on the tabloids to sell this stuff. Yeah. Because they got to make money. You yeah. gotta make money because they. Uh, what a todger. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is Amazing. soaring $940 million. Your Woo, chances of winning are 1 in 300 million, which is the same odds for the Dolphins to make the playoffs because. I did check, you're right. That That is accurate. Yeah, yes. Tua is out with another concussion. Teddy Bridgewater dislocated his pinky. He's got a hurt little finger. He can't drink tea or throw a ball. Oh my gosh. And third string quarterback. I thought Skylar Thompson was like a. Uh, you said that there are no more tight ends, or what was this position? What the football fullback? Was, fullback. What is a fullback? Fullback is the uh, the guy that blocks for the running back. Oh, sometimes they, they don't have that anymore. Well, they well, do. The Dolphins it's have limited one, rule. Yeah. Role. I think it should. I like a I like a fullback heavy offense, Karen. Oh, okay. it was so much fun. But I thought that matriculate down the field. Yeah. Skylar Thompson wasn't he a fullback? Or oh something? no. Oh, he's, he's a skinny old. fella. He is. Yeah, tall skinny. <laughs> God. And then such good news about the Buffalo Bills safety, DeMar yes. Hamlin, who wow. wakes up, who won the game. He's um, not able to talk because he's still intubated, right. but he's got his full neurological uh, panoply of uh, neurons firing on all cylinders. And uh, he's squeezing hands of relatives. So. Yes. But they're, they're not going to make up that game. So that's... Yeah, that's over. We got all the playoff scenarios that they're coming out with now. Yeah, t- insane levels of tiebreakers are possible here. The, the things that they've, they've always been on the books, but they may actually have to invoke for the NFL for this weekend going into it. It's crazy.
I'm surprised that they just didn't push it back a week like they did. I'm not to compare the two situations, but they did this with 9-11 where they pushed it back. They skipped that weekend and then they pushed it back. And that's why the Super Bowl ended Mm -hmm. up being in February. February 3rd. Oh, oh, from here on up. So, but I don't understand how the Bucks can win their division and the Lions can barely have any chance, like a 90% chance, it, even if they beat the Packers. Because the division winner still matters. And the, division winner, the Bucks yeah. are in a terrible division. So terrible. they they won it. Yeah. Division winner automatically gets in and it's a bad division. So if the Lions were in a bad division, they would get in. But fortunately for them, the Vikings have 12 wins. <laughs> but it's such a weird year. Couldn't you see an 8-9 and nine Super Bowl winner? Absolutely. Why not? <laughs> Oh my God. Let's go. Oh my God. All right. Well, that wraps up rapid fire. We still have the wheels on, I think. Yes. Yeah, not Todd no, Yeah. What great radio is coming up next? Uh, we'll talk about the Speaker of the House poll we have going on at the text line 877 850 8585. Jen Ross is still winning that. She may have a new job. Pretty handily. She comes back. She's got to go yeah. to D.C. you got to let her know. Well, probably at some point. You might want to text her. <laughs> and uh, more of the headlines, too, on uh, everything coming up. We're going to actually get into some of those NFL tiebreaker things because it's nuts. Not too much of it because it'll make your head spin, but still. It's coming up next. <laughs> the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. I'm not being facetious. Well, President Harris led this effort. Led this effort to make things better Oh boy! <clears throat> Wait, well, they tried. That was the uh, the full effort. They had the full staff. They had uh, Biden. They had Vice President Harris. Even though we called her president again, Whoops. right there to announce the border plan. Talk about the visit when he's going. Oh boy, that uh, just not did not come off good at all. So you're telling me that this announcement they made with that terrible press conference yesterday, mm-hmm. where he once again called her Kamala Harris, President Harris, that for about the tenth time. Yeah, exactly. Which I have a theory on that, by the way, mm-hmm. but. First, I'll, I'll ask, I'll pose this question. They're actually planning on going to the border this Sunday? So Sunday, January 8th. Sunday. And so, there's a reason why you do anything on a Sunday. No one is paying no attention. No one's going to pay attention. Everyone's going to be watching football. They're going to be at church. They're going to be with family. They're going to be watching football. It's kind of like, you know, not to bring this up again, but they announced the release of the Trump taxes on a Friday, the weekend of New Year's Eve. Because they knew there was nothing in there. Because there was nothing yeah. there. And they know that this thing is going to get buried so they can finally officially say they went to the border. Wow. As the Border Patrol agents have already said, everything's going to be cleaned up, processed, clean, fine, safe, tents ready to go. It's gonna. They're going to come out of this thing saying, see, everything's fine, we were there. There is a new wrinkle to this, though. Mm. Because apparently the police arrested, I think, killed or arrested. I, I know there's a big difference there, so i got to make sure. Um, El Chapo's son. Oh, I saw that. And apparently that has caused a lot of like upheaval in uh, Mexico City. Oh, There's like riots going on and stuff. Now I know Joe isn't going to Mexico City as far as you know the border visit is, is concerned. But, he's, but as part of the North American visit, but he's it, going there. exactly. Right. So he is going to be going there. So it's going to be intriguing to see how that all plays out. Now I mean they got all this uh, unexpected upheaval going on there. And he also announced this. Well, it's okay. The border problem is going to be... First of all, there's no problem, they, they said. The, oh. bo- the border's closed. Oh, sure. But sure, it's closed. <laughs> for migrants coming to our border, what they can do is download an app. Oh. And they can apply for y- y- you know, help and assistance and to see they, if they even qualify while they're on their way. This, this was real life. This wow. actually happened. If they're seeking asylum, they can use an app on their <laughs> cell phone called... C-B-P-1, O-N-E. C-B-P-1, O-N-E. That's to spell it out, not the number one. What? To schedule an appointment at a port of entry and make their asylum claim there without crossing the border unlawfully and have a decision determined by an asylum officer, do they qualify? Yeah. 
Yeah, they all have cell phones. Sure. Yeah, and they're all going to go on an app, and they're going to alert authorities that they're coming. This is so <laughs> mind-numbingly stupid. I can't even describe it fully to just say how incredibly dumb this is. What are they doing? And how delusional are they well, with this? All right, you want to hear delusional? Alejandro Mayorkas oh, no. was all part of this press conference, the, kind of like the follow-up as well. And he's the guy that was came in to drop the hammer and to assure everybody, listen, stop your nonsense, and we want you to know this. Let me be clear. Title 42 or not, the border is not open. <laughs> Tell that to the thousands coming across every day. Tell Alejandro. that to the, people, the, the residents of El Paso, Texas, for yeah, example. Yeah, exactly. It's a joke. These are not serious people. They're really not. I don't understand how they were just able to do this and get away with it over and over again. Wow. What a disaster. Talk about a difference. You know, Biden did talk about actually a little bit the cartels and, you know, the danger of fentanyl coming across. You want to talk about a different approach and plan in dealing with this issue down the road? So Trump goes on uh, Truth Social yesterday and he announces a plan to deal with cartels, including... uh, Here's a quote. Just as we took down ISIS and the ISIS caliphate... Unlike the situation we're in today, we had a very, very strong border. Unleash the full military capabilities of America to take them out. He wanted to do this. Absolutely he did. This was something he wanted to do in his first term. I think he would have seen this if he had been elected for the second term. I think he would have wiped out the cartels completely. (laughs) Man, how amazing would that have been? Wow. This is something, this is, yeah, this isn't new for him. He's talking about, so why didn't you have... These absolute jokesters, these liars who are saying the border is closed and we're going to go check it out to see what's going on. Right. They don't even acknowledge the flow of illegal immigrants and drugs coming over the border. And then on the other side, you have Trump saying, we're going to kill them all. We're killing the cartels. We are going to destroy them like we did ISIS. Here's one of the great quotes he came out with yesterday while Biden was doing this press conference. When I'm back in the White House, the oh. drug kingpins and vicious traffickers will never sleep soundly again. <laughs> It's, wow. boy, it's, a, it's kind of a dangerous call out, though, isn't it? I mean, oh, it is. Sure, it is. It just gives them another reason to make sure he doesn't get in, honestly. Because there's plenty of people in America, high power people in America, who like things the way they are just fine. Yep. Absolutely. Just throw that out there. All right. Out of the swamp and into the National Football League. Not to make your head spin about all the different playoff scenarios, because even the NFL doesn't know. They have to meet today to figure it all out. First of all, the good news is, Damar Hamlin, the Bills' safety, is awake and communicating, not talking yet because of the ventilator, but right. he has full neurological uh, intact capabilities, which is great news there. That was the most one of the most amazing things to me. It was awesome to hear that. Here's what's nuts. Yes. It's not the most important thing, but it's crazy. The NFL announced yesterday the Bills and Bengals will not replay that game. So Done. you're going to look back in the uh, the Sporting News Historical Journal, yep. and they're going to look back at this season, and that game will just say, no contest. That's right. So that opens up a whole possibility of crazy scenarios. Uh, should the Bills and Chiefs both win this weekend mm-hmm. and later meet in the AFC Championship game, the game will be played at a neutral site. That's crazy And they me. haven't announced where. And that's that stinks for the Chiefs. It really does because I know. Look, I, I understand the situation, obviously, but when you when you're talking about working the whole season toward a goal, you want that number one seed. It's you know, I so feel you bad have that for whole them. Field. I feel bad for them. Yeah. I, this is not the year to have a number one seed. No, apparently not. So this that same scenario, by the way, would happen if both those teams lose in Week 18, the uh, Bills and Chiefs, and the Bengals win. Oh, okay, gotcha. If they meet in the AFC Championship game, the game will be played at a neutral site. 
which will be determined possibly by a coin flip today. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> this right. is so weird. Heads always prevails or tails never fails. Which one are you going with? Tails always tails. <laughs> tails never fails. Wow, I don't know. It's weird. I'm just going to throw this out there as far mm-hmm. as the neutral site is concerned in case you know that it actually comes to that later on. I'm just going to throw out the name Indianapolis. I could see that being a... Uh, they do a lot. That's where they have the uh, combine every year. Yeah, I mean, they, they do a good job hosting all this stuff. So What if they go really, really neutral in a dome that doesn't have a team? Like San Antonio or one of the other... Do- they're going to play in Syracuse. The Tokyo Dome. <laughs> the, Tokyo. <laughs> the, the Calgary Saddle yeah, Dome. Yeah, there we go. I think that's a hockey arena, but I don't know. <laughs> the Carrier Dome in Syracuse. Oh, my gosh. It's like, tw- like 15,000 seats there. Yeah, it's all right. I love it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I'll play the game at a dirt lot go somewhere. Yeah. Neutral site. <laughs> all right, we've got uh, more of that good news, more of the details in Damar Hamlin waking up, and that's that's just great news and something we needed to uh, to hear about for sure. Mm. We've got that, and then a Mega Millions update coming up next. It's a lot of money. The South Florida Morning Show, keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. I'm, I'm a SEAL. I'm trained never to quit. So I'll, I'll be here as long as it takes. My vote does not get Kevin McCarthy the speakership. I am a no on Kevin. And so I rise to nominate Donald Trump for the position of Speaker of the House. Whew. Well, there we are on day, what do you think, of, what, five, four, I think it's whatever five. it was, through 12 votes, or is it 11? I think it's 11. I think it's 11. <laughs> McCarthy's 0-11 so far, but uh, apparently closer and closer to actually getting this thing. Uh, the first person you heard there was Ryan Zinke, a uh, representative from uh, Montana supporting McCarthy. And then you heard uh, uh, Bobert, the gun-toting mama from Colorado. She's <laughs> not budging. And Gates nominated Trump. He went ahead and did it. We were waiting for it. It's not going to go anywhere, but no, it's fun to think and talk about. And we actually also heard from, and he's been quiet so far, just kind of sitting there listening to this whole thing. And, and after the session closes, he's been trying to make some concessions with a lot of the uh, the dissenters. McCarthy spoke yesterday when the session was over. So if this takes a little longer and it doesn't meet your deadline, that's okay. Because it's not, it's, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And if we finish well, we'll be very successful. It's the entire conference is going to have to learn how to work together. So it's better that we go through this process right now so we can achieve the things we want to achieve for the American public. And on that, I don't think he's wrong. I think he's exactly right. Throughout this process, it's probably, ironically, going to make him a better speaker. It is. I think so. Because he knows that there's a lot of pushback on him. Even though it's just a handful of people, but those hand, that handful of people represents a lot in this country. Sure does. And look, this is all about accountability. Right. That's right. So if now he feels like he's being held accountable for some things. He doesn't just have you know free reign to go out to make these backdoor deals and you know push all these mm-hmm. shady bills through and you know different things like that, or you know not pay attention to the the minority Republicans. You know, like the Matt Gates and the Lauren Boberts. Now he has to pay attention to them. I agree with you. I think that's why they have an out, too. It's it's actually pretty easy for all of them. If he's speaker, he says, see, the process is better, and he'll say exactly what we did. We'll be stronger forward and big speech and all that stuff. Boebert, Gates, however it works out, they can always come back to their constituents and the people who don't want them to cave and say, well, at least we got him to... Uh, Go back to the one-vote rule. One we, vote got, rule right. we got him to be accountable. We got him on a shorter leash. That's It's a win for everybody. It's very easy, actually. It sounds like they're going to maybe move forward, start to move forward with the deal that was kind of uh, mm-hmm. put in place last night, which is kind of similar to the one we were talking about yesterday. But I, I guess uh, Kevin McCarthy finally agreed to the one-vote rule, 
where only it takes one vote for him to mm-hmm. like you know come to a vote whether or not he should be speaker. They they could oust him oust him if they don't like what he's doing. And then we'll go through this again. Yeah, Yay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then Trump can be brought up again. Yep. So yeah, but they also brought up you know having House uh, um, the Freedom Caucus having important. House seats on these different committees. So that's part of the deal. So there's a couple of things in there that they weren't really willing to agree with. Now those concessions are being made. So the talk is this is going to move forward. Maybe not today, but sometime early next week. And then Kevin McCarthy would be speaker with these new concessions. You know, very importantly, too, lost in that whole deal is also an agreement to to take your time on this with with a rule to slow down. On a giant, ridiculous, overspending omnibus bill, too, which they just yes. which they just rubber stamped. That's that's the you third know, thing. That kind yes. of stuff, an agreement to take up, you know, House hearings and, and committee hearings on on the administration and the border. It's they're the big things being discussed that right. maybe wouldn't have gotten through before. And that that was the actually the other one was having like some type of barriers, guardrails, yeah. they're calling it, towards, you know, these big spending bills. You got to have some time to look at this stuff. You can't just push things through with all this pork inside. It, whoa! But we got to keep the government open. Why? Yeah. I, I'd rather close it for a week and same or thing two with, weeks and then then right. pass this stuff. Same thing with this. Well, you got to vote for a speaker now. Why? No. Let's let's get some of these these things ironed out. These are important issues that need to be talked about. That need to be agreed upon, compromised on, and then we can move forward. Or as somebody said yesterday, the more they're closed, the less time they have to steal your money. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know. <laughs> all right, let's check it. We've opened it up all morning long since Gates officially did it, and uh, people have actually also nominated uh, Elon Musk to be House Speaker. It's open for everybody, including us. 877-850-8585. What are some of the respondents from the audience, the listening audience, on who should be House Speaker? Well, we did get a vote for uh, Byron Donalds, who actually was getting votes yesterday in the House. Yes, he was. He's a good guy. He is. I like him a lot. Re- you know, representative from what uh, West Coast of Florida, I right? Think it's, I think it's Sarasota. I'm not sure. Yeah, in that area. Uh, Carrie Lake has been nominated by one of our listeners. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's a, that I, I'm actually surprised she hasn't come up. Yeah, yeah, her name hasn't come up in a while. Huh. Kind of, you know, I guess she's still fighting. A break. In, she's still fighting in Arizona. She is fighting. Yeah, she actually she's not taking a break at all. She's still writing things and talking about fighting over there. Um, but clear winner right now is Jennifer Ross. Clearly, yes, that's Jennifer be Ross. Sixty like percent of the vote so oh, far. It's not even close. So unless you have another idea that you want to throw in there, again, it could be any U.S. citizen. Doesn't have to be anybody who's part of Congress. As long as a U.S. citizen didn't have to be born here, they can be Speaker of the House. So. You know, the Republicans can't figure it out right now, so we're leaving it open to you. Jen's going to go to D.C. and really, truly clean up the swamp. I love the idea. She has my vote. At least in the Speaker of the House yes. position. She can go there maybe just for a few days. <laughs> like, all right, listen here. Here's what's going to happen. That's all it would take. <laughs> Cut this out. That's exactly right. All right, in the meantime, tonight we've got a weekend on our hands. We're going to start it off with not only Mega Millions at $940 million bucks. We should have a full moon, too. Don't know what that means. No. Maybe it means you get got a better shot to win. I don't know, but it's a lot of money. Again, tonight's winning numbers are 41, 33, 25, 44, 29, and the gold megaball is 18. Now, no match lost six numbers. Friday's jackpot could be more than $940 million. Yeah, there he is. I'm going to stay up to watch that guy live. <laughs> this is his moment. He's hyped. You know how excited that guy is today? Oh, he's got his spotlight. He's this ready is to his go. deal. Someone's told him that we've been talking about him on the South Florida Morning Show, <laughs> so he's all excited. Wow, I should call those guys. <laughs> Stacks of wax. Stacks of wax. It's <laughs> oh a lot of money, though. Gosh. I did not get tickets yet. You did. You've, this is a first in history. You got Mega Millions tickets before I did. That's true. I'm thinking Jen probably has hers already as well. I know if she oh, didn't sure. go out, someone's got them for her. Oh, yeah. 
So I'm she's she's in the game. I'm in the game. Let's go, Bill. The line was too long at my little local Publix right. yesterday. All the old guys that always play, they were clogging up the line. <laughs> Not trying to be ageist here, but let's you know, I mean, let's face it. The old retired people have more time to get lottery tickets. Certain than young living breathing people. They they play more. What can you do? I, I honestly though I was not planning on getting mine yesterday. I was actually going to go today. Mm. So to be fair, it's not like I was, you know, trying to to beat the crowd, but I just I found myself at the store yesterday, so I thought, well, I might as well get it while I'm here. It was just happenstance. That's how it worked out. All right, we've got not like I wanted to bring up Prince Harry any more than we already have, because Karen's kind of like all over this. She knows the details. But this is interesting. Another thing that's come out. He's angered a lot of Brits, a lot of Americans too. Now he has the Taliban after him. What? After something he said. <laughs> you don't want that. He needs to shut up. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, they, they're, they, they want him dead too, apparently now. What is going on with that? Uh, we'll find out. We've got that All coming right. up next. And the good news, more details about DeMar Hamlin, the bill safety. Really, really good medical news we'll talk about. Coming up next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. More news coming up. 8.30. Karen's got that for you. What's happening? So at least 10 people injured in a shooting in Miami Gardens at a restaurant called The Licking. Oh. Last oh, night. The, the what? The Licking. What's oh going on there? I don't know. Well, what's going on there? They were shooting rap videos with French Montana and Rob 49, and police say during that shooting, the shooting broke out. Ah. They were recording a music video in the area. Here's a, a witness to it. Eventually, somebody got robbed for Rolex, and then somebody got robbed for their car keys and their phone. And then after that, an hour later, um, in the back of the Ficklin, somebody got, I think, nine people got shot. So a shooting at the shooting. There you right. Go. Yeah. One of the victims in critical condition, and there's multiple crime scenes. Well, oh, that's so. Uh, I'm I'm working on putting this wow. one up at the website because you might have a docket and a full rigger. Yeah, really. There's a lot of moving parts on this one, but you're right. You're not kidding. Wow. All right. What we'll a scene. Coming up. Wow. Thanks, Karen. Appreciate it very much. The that's licking coming up. <laughs> I want to start with the restaurant name. Yeah. Yeah. Look into that place. <laughs> At, uh, coming up at 8.30, your news, News Talk 850 WFTL. It's the South Florida Morning Show. Karen has been talking a lot because she understands this way better than we do about the Royals, and she's more interested in than we are. But I had to throw this in there because Prince Harry, and, you know, it's not my favorite thing to talk about the Royals, Diener, but now it's getting really interesting. He's ticking off almost everybody, a lot of the Brits, the Royals themselves, mm-hmm. his grandmother, God rest her soul, before she passed. Uh, his parents, his parent, the the future king, the current king, excuse me, and now the Taliban. They're taunting Harry as a big mouth loser on social media. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! One second, one second. The Taliban is taunting Prince Harry on social media. Yes. The Taliban have social media. Yes, still. Okay. Which is the first problem? You're right. <laughs> They're calling him a big mouth loser. After Harry revealed in another excerpt of the million of excerpts from this book he came yeah. out with, that he killed 25 enemies when he was serving in Afghanistan. He was part of the military. He was wow. a helicopter pilot there. Islamists are saying the chess pieces now rule after you fled to your grandmother's palace. Oh, whoa. I have no idea what that means. Doesn't sound good. But they're calling out for a hit for him now, which they probably had out anyway. True. He also said it was interesting. He said, I'm indifferent to what I did because it was part of military service and he knows that they were terrorists, so he says. Huh. Well, I mean, I, I guess you probably have to have that mindset, right? I mean, if you're out there in, in war and... Yeah, that's, exactly. That's your job, essentially. So right. I guess I understand where he's coming from there, but 
Well, he's, he's kind of stepping in it, though, isn't he? A lot of different places. I guess this is why, like Karen had said in her last newscast, why the hashtag Shut Up Harry is trending. Yeah. Just needs to stop talking and stop talking about the excerpts from this book. Boy, they're really trying to sell this, aren't they? You're talking, not kidding. Jesus, you know, frozen appendages. Yeah, what's more interesting, <laughs> that he killed 25 terrorists or that he had uh, frozen junk during William's wedding? <laughs> Did not see that coming. Wow. Also surprised to hear he killed 25 terrorists, though. I was too, actually. That's what caught my attention. And then the whole Taliban thing popped up this morning that they, <laughs> they are after him now. The Taliban are going after Prince Harry, calling him a big mouth loser on social media. Boy, there's a headline. It's a crazy day. That's <laughs> crazy day. I can't blame you for bringing it up. I know we don't like to talk about the royals back and forth too much, but that's that's a hard one to ignore. We couldn't ignore that yeah. one. In the meantime, here's the good story. DeMar Hamlin, the uh, Buffalo Bills safety, has woken up, and the first thing he asked through paper, can't talk yet, was who won the game. That's a gamer right there. <laughs> That's awesome. He is neurologically intact, which is the biggest news from his doctors. He's still in critical condition, has a long way to go, but that's amazing, amazing news, exactly what we were looking for. So he's making steady progress, and uh, he had he had written on a piece of paper, and he's squeezing relatives' hands, too. Yeah. So, so he's fully aware, fully up, fully conscious, just needs help with the ventilator still. Right, right, which hopefully their, their next goal is to have him off that mm-hmm. you know, as soon as possible. It'd be great to hear over the weekend. Wouldn't it be nice by Sunday... When the Bills go out to play their game, though, I know they're playing the Patriots, so no offense there, but when they go and, and play their game, they find out that you know he's off the breathing tube and he can breathe on his own. You put him on the, the injury list. Be... Uh, he's doubtful for Sunday. <laughs> doubtful, yeah, I'd say. I'd say. But it's amazing. I mean, the doctors are talking about incredible, you know, full recovery down the road and getting him back to, to complete normal life. Now, whether or not he can play football again, that's a completely different story, right. even if he would want to. Who knows, you know, for his family would tell him, you know, hey, don't play anymore. But amazing. just amazing that we're talking about this here on a Friday when Tuesday we were wondering if he was even going to live or not. Seriously, what a difference. We literally now you know he's going to live. And now it's a it's a the question being asked is how much he's going to recover. Yeah, it's great. It's great news. Incredible story. In the meantime, how about this? Another NFL player, former Browns uh, fullback, Peyton Hillis. You remember him? Sure. He's in critical condition this morning. At a uh, Pensacola hospital, he saved his kids. We don't know how many, too. There's kind of scant details on this thing. From drowning in the ocean. But that? That's, wow. And this was where? This was in? They're saying off Pensacola somewhere. That's where the hospital is right now. There's not a ton of details. But he's in the ICU. Treatment on his lungs and kidneys. His health is improving. That's good news there. But remains unconscious. His kids are said to be safe and unharmed. That's great. He saved great. them. Kids, children, like like plural. Man. I don't know how many, but there's uh, family photos of him with at least two kids. Played eight seasons in the NFL for the Browns and the cover of Madden 12. I remember that. I had that copy. And he retired in 2015. God Man. love him. What a story that is, too. I mean, imagine. God, I can't even. I don't even want to think about that. But you, have to, you were put in that position. To, I know. You know, save your children at the cost of your own life, possibly. And you went out there and did it. So hopefully... You know, he continues to recover, too. No doubt about that. Man, oh, man. I, I look at for details on this. I don't know what. It was rip cards or something or what led the yeah. kids, you know, so far in the ocean he needed to save them. But that is crazy. I'm not a big fan of sw- of swimming in the ocean. It's just. Really? I, I just. There's something about it that gets to me where it's like, you know, at any point a rip current could come by. I'm not worried about sharks or anything like that. But it's like, you know, what if there's some type of mysterious rip current and I get pulled out? And like, you know what? I, I'm OK with just going waist deep. I'm, I'm good with that. Happens to a lot of people. I know. Uh, it's crazy. You got to be careful. So I, you know, we wish that guy a full recovery Absolutely. too, as well. Man, nuts. But Thank again, God like, he not saved a lot of kids. details, right? And don't forget tonight, big, big night for this game. Across 
America with Mega Jackpots. It's Mega Millions. $940 million. <laughs> and the added bonus of that announcer guy. I can't wait. Can we just? I, I can't wait on Monday. It's guaranteed we're going to play him again one way or the other. Oh, yeah. It's either going to be a carryover to Tuesday or there's going to be a winner. But either way, you will hear him on Monday when we come back. I can't believe it took this long to discover him. I know. Million dollars. Oh, he's just perfect pukey radio voice guy. Love that guy. <laughs> All right, we got more headlines coming up next. We will uh, give an update. Open up the text line again to see who you want as House Speaker 877-850-8585. Some great responses so far. Uh, the update on how that's going as well. And the uh, the Idaho murder suspect guy, that creepy oh, dude, right. had his court appearance yesterday. We'll talk about that. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Karen's very excited, by the way, about her Super Bowl pick, Detroit Lions. The Sunday night in football game, Sunday night, 8 o'clock, is Lions-Packers, and it matters. This How about it. that? Yes. We laughed. Nice. We laughed at you, Karen. We laughed we when did. you made that early prediction. We even guffawed. We did. It was a little guffawing there. Yeah, but they, even if they beat the Packers, they have to have, like, oh, yeah. Jesus has to come back. Oh, and- there's all kinds of different <laughs> yeah, scenarios. Oh, oh yeah. Tiebreakers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But still, alive. Well, I know. I mean, the second coming would certainly help, but... <laughs> But they don't need that much. They just need the Rams to beat the Seahawks. That's right, yeah. Yes. That would be great, especially since the Bucks are in. Give me a break. Well, with all, and we'll get to this in a second. Division. These, these insane playoff scenarios now that they're talking about because this game is now, you know, non factor with, with uh, the, the Bills and the Bengals. It's right. just, it doesn't exist anymore. This is the year you'd have like an eight and nine team winning the Super Bowl. I swear to you. It could have It's a weird year. It is weird. Well, the Lions are going to win it all. Hey, now. All right, Go you, Detroit. You keep saying it. She said that in September. Yeah, Just well, saying. You we're, never know. We're, we're not defying anymore. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no more defying. Next news, like you said, coming up. Uh, appreciate that, Karen. News Talk 850 WFTL, the South Florida Morning Show. It all comes from this. And first of all, the great news that we shared with you before Damar Hamlin, the safety from the Bills, woke up. He's conscious, neurologically intact. That's great news. But it it led to this. The NFL also made a bizarre announcement yesterday that I guess they had to. They announced that the game has officially been canceled and ruled a no contest. When you look back at the history books on, was it, week 17 Mm -hmm. of Buffalo and Cincinnati for the season of 2022-23, it's just going to say no contest. Suspended after the incident with DeMar happened, obviously. But now this decision brings forward a number, I mean bizarre, different playoff scenarios that have always existed, but they only started talking about them during the pandemic year, and now they really may happen. Not to go through them all because it'll make your head just hurt. It's too much, yeah. But for example, just just for an example, should the Bills and Chiefs both win this weekend and then later on meet in the AFC Championship game, that game will be played at a neutral site. That's right. So if they both advance neutral sides, so that means neither Kansas City nor Buffalo would have mm-hmm. that home field advantage that they're both you know playing for all season long. NFL execs are meeting today, and that neutral site, by the way, there's even a playoff to decide the neutral site. May be decided at this meeting by a coin flip. I love that. <laughs> How crazy is that, though? I mean, honestly, all kidding aside, that's is that the best we can we can come up with? With you, I mean, draw straws, odds and evens. Uh, again, this rock go- paper scissors. I mean, come on. <laughs> I, I mean. And where are they going to? Who flips the coin? Right, there's that too. That same scenario, by the way, would happen if both of those teams lose the Bills and Chiefs this week and the Bengals win. Then, ah. if either of those three, any of those three teams meet in the AFC Championship game, that game will be played at a neutral site neutral as well. Neutral site. Okay. 
This is so weird. We'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. If it is going to be a, a neutral site, by the way, I'm thinking Indianapolis, just because they normally do a good job of uh, hosting the combine. They have the the dome. It's got to be somewhere with a dome. I know people brought up Miami before because of the warm weather and yeah, all that they, stuff. But, but a dome would be because they're going to argue about weather. Yeah, somebody is. Got to so be a climate dome, control. A dome would be 72 degrees and no wind. That's that's the only way you can do a fair right. neutral site is you got to have some type of climate controlled environment or maybe even like uh, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, right? So that that's that's another one. Minnesota, uh, Metro Dome. How about know. how about Hawaii? <laughs> Does Hawaii have a dome? Well, they got there. Where they used to play the uh, the Pro Bowl? That oh, the thing. Pro Bowl. Yeah, Aloha <laughs> Stadium. Yeah, that thing. There we go. How about this? It gets deeper. Per Adam Schefter, NFL writer. Oh, Shefty Chef. Yeah. If ball, this is nuts. If Baltimore beats Cincinnati on Sunday, if those two clubs are scheduled to play, that site would be determined by a coin toss as well. So Baltimore beats Cincinnati, <laughs> and then they end up playing each other in the first round of the playoffs. The very next week, yes, home field advantage for the first round. the The wild card round would be determined by a coin flip. Yes, that's rough. It is rough. I mean, I know, listen, we know that the circumstances surrounding it are more important. We totally understand that, but, but still, this is weird. I mean, I, I honestly, I feel bad for the fans, too. I mean, of these teams who have, you know, a home playoff game that they were looking forward to possibly going to, or if you're a season ticket holder, there's a lot that goes into this. There's a lot happening. Yeah. Telling you, watch out for the eight and nine bucks winner don't all this year. It's just bizarre <laughs> enough to happen. Well, I don't have to worry about the Dolphins being a part of any of these scenarios with home field advantage and all those things. They're going on the road either way if they can make it into the playoffs. Well, Karen gave you one in three hundred million odds to so win the sounds, thing. Sounds during your last move, right. so we'll see. Which is about the same odds you have to win Powerball nine hundred and forty million bucks tonight. I'm not Powerball, excuse me, Mega Millions. Yeah, here we Good go. Good luck. 940. This is what we saw driving in on Wednesday morning. I almost ran off the road when I mm-hmm. glanced. They did the, the, the old triple take. You remember like those old cartoons where the eyes would just completely bug out and you hear the ooga. That's what I, that's what happened to me. <laughs> that's an old that's an old Ford starting. Oh, I think it's jalopy. All right, then go to the swamp for a second after all that madness. Uh, they still haven't decided, but there are a lot of people who are in the know on this thing that say it's not today, even though they're going to probably buy... Monday that uh, Kevin McCarthy's going to win the House Speakership, most likely because of progress made pretty much overnight. More of the concessions that have actually happening, um, that have actually happened as he's agreed to a bunch of different things actually now. It would be a one-vote rule to call into question and to uh, re-vote on uh, the Speakership. That would happen, which was in place before Nancy, before she was House Speaker, so, you know, there's a precedent there before. Also, ideas to put more of the rebels on House committees. Mm Mm-hmm. And also ideas to uh, maybe possibly take some time before you pass a huge spending bill again, which would all be good. Uh, those are all great concessions because it, it evens the playing field when it comes to just the party itself, right? Because you do kind of have these different factions of the Republican Party, whether we like it or not. You have more people who are more you know, MAGA, pro-America than mm-hmm. others, and you have other people who are just kind of in it for themselves, a la Mitch McConnell. So you gotta. So after Matt Gates said this, we're actually surprised it took him long enough to say this. And so I rise to nominate Donald Trump for the position of Speaker of the House. But he did it yesterday. Now that he's done that, President Trump jumped right on Truth Social, and I don't know <laughs> who put together the Photoshop, but he put together a picture of him sitting behind Biden and bes- beside Kamala Harris, 
as Speaker of the House with his tongue out. Hilarious. It's ho- you have to see it. I don't know who did the, who did the meme, but it's fantastic. I don't know, but it, it got to him. I guarantee you know what? I, I guarantee you that like Don Jr. sent it to. Him. He's like, Dad, I just saw us on Twitter. You got to check this out. <laughs> he sent it to him in a text message. He's like, Oh, I'm gonna put that up on True Social. Somebody on like uh, Twitter, like Carpe Dunked him, <laughs> put together the meme for him. It goes That's right, right to President Trump. <laughs> Oh my god. He'll gosh. be in the next administration. But while all this was happening about the insane idea for the border visit from Biden, and it was a crazy press conference yesterday, President Trump had his own ideas of what he would do about the border and what he would do with drug cartels. We we'll hear some of these details coming up next. I like he's not his kidding ideas. around. No, he's not. I'm, I'm in favor of what he wants to do rather than what's going on right now. But uh, details about the Biden thing, and he called Kamala Harris president again. Whoops. Oh, and he wants to give migrants an app. Oh, that's I forget the app. As he's tra- as they're traveling to the border, they're going to have an app they can jump it's on. It's going to solve all of our problems at the border. Really, here this one's coming up next. The oh, South wow. Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Let's see what's going on here. More news coming up top of the hour with Karen. Usually slow on a Friday, not today. Uh uh-uh. No. So Biden was on the phone yesterday to Michigan Democrat Senator Debbie Stabenow. All of a sudden, she goes, "I'm retiring." Oh, really? And the and and the Democrats are humna 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 humna. She's going to leave after 2025. Uh, she won't seek re-election in 2024, which is also oh, a presidential okay. election year, right? Yeah. yeah. And the Democrats have a narrow margin of victory in the Senate. And she says, look, all these young doobies coming in are, you know, they, they hold the future. Coming out of this last election, there is no question in my mind. We have uh, a new generation of leaders, of young leaders. It's a perfect time. I know it's going to stay in Democratic hands. Nope, that's it. Here it comes. Hillary moves to uh, Michigan. Oh, yeah. Carpetbagger <laughs> right. up there now. Got to gotta secure that seat. Yeah. Hillary's- Bill Clinton in Detroit. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Hillary's going to be like, don't you know, I've always been a youper. (laughs) (laughs) No youpers. My whole life. God. She'll come out wearing a Detroit Lions hat. Because they're going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, she'll be all over it. Yeah, so it's interesting, right? Wow. Yeah, I guess that that threw them for a loop, I guess. Yeah, Biden is like, uh, what's going on here? Well, Well, that's him all the time. Well, that's that's also true. It's Michigan, though, so I don't really have a lot of high hopes for it. I want to be clear. I'm not going nuts. All right, I had to leave with that. That more coming up. Bye, Karen. Well, that was clearer than what he said yesterday at that press conference. That was a that was a disaster. Pretty I, much. I mean, here yeah. they are laying it out because they, the last thing in the world they wanted to do was start talking about even you know acknowledge the border. Now he's going to go. They determined it's going to be on Sunday, which is when you know they can hide it and it won't make the news cycle and most people won't pay attention. They're doing that for a reason. And then he lays out the plan at exactly what he's going to do. First of all, <clears throat> he described. He tried to describe the the process which is going on and the hardships that migrants, and that's the God's honest truth, go through, right? He tried to describe exactly what they're doing. This is what it's he wanted. It's not like to people have heard me say it before. It's not like people are sitting around a table and somewhere in, in Central America say, I got a great idea. Let's sell everything we have. Let's give it to a coyote, a smuggler. They'll take us on a harrowing journey for a thousand miles to get to the United States. Then we're going to legally cross the border. They're going to drop us in a desert and we're a place where we don't speak the language. Won't that be fun? But that's what they're doing. That's exactly what's happening. And you know why that is, Joe? Because you opened the border. That's right. It's an open invitation to put their lives at risk. And, and, and say what you want about America, you know, if you think we're in decline or whatever it is, but it's still the land of opportunity. And that's why right. so many of these immigrants are traveling here over the southern border. That's why you have... 
immigrants coming from Haiti and Cuba landing in the Keys. That, and, yeah, and, don't and, forget you know, about them. That's right. East coast and west coast of Florida. That's that's also a big issue right now. It's not, you know, and if we had a real free press that actually did their job and held everybody, everybody accountable. You, they'd remind everybody that during the campaign, Joe Biden ran on this slogan, our, our country is open for business again. He was talking about the border. That's right. He opened it. They ran on it. They ran on this campaign, openly inviting people to come to this country illegally. They did it, and it's happening. Now, all of a sudden, it turned into such a disaster, they want to do something about it. And, and you know, you're right. Yeah, it's exactly it, because now they, they, they're faced with this. And they're like, well, we can't ignore it anymore because they're even talking about it on college football games, which is true. I saw it last week. God. You know who always wanted the open border? We just mentioned her name a little while ago, kind of fooling around. Hillary Clinton. Oh, this yeah. was her dream. Oh, absolutely. The border, they, they've worked for this for years and they got their shot. They really did. Leading to what they want to do is amnesty. Right. So, obviously, all the problems happen. We've got the cartels popping up, which is really bad. Trump had an idea about that. We've got the fentanyl issue. Biden even tried to address the fentanyl issue. I give him credit for that. Completely messed it up. For example, since August of last year, Customs and Border Patrol have seized more than 20,000 pounds of deadly fentanyl. That's enough to kill, kill as many as 1,000 people in this country. Uh, people were quick to pounce on that. 20,000 pounds would kill everybody on the planet, but yeah, that's okay. That. But that's okay. At least he talked about it. That's At least the, he acknowledged that that's a thing. The first time that he's mentioned right. it. Right. That's right. That's exactly right. The very first time. That's incredible. Of all the speeches or mm-hmm. you know, very few press conferences he's done, but this has is, is never been talked about, one of the major issues facing the country right now. And, and now here we are all of a sudden. Hey, I'm not going to complain, okay, as far as at least they're paying attention to it. But it's just so frustrating because it's like, where have you been? Where have you been the past two years? Just completely ignoring this stuff, acting like it's not happening. And it's important to, I think, recognize again, Diener, they did not want to talk about this. They wanted to keep on going the way it is. But yep. it got so bad. It got so out of hand and, and backfired in them so badly that they have to acknowledge it. Not like anything's really going to change. Well, that's the problem. They, they, they can acknowledge it, but is anything actually going to change? Are they, are they going to put any of this acknowledgement into a plan of action to you know, change things for the better? So, while this is happening, Trump jumps on social uh, media, uh, Truth Social, by design, on the very same day, and he says, when he's back in office, that was his wording, Mm. when I'm back in office, the drug kingpins and vicious traffickers will never sleep soundly again. That was the quote. (laughs) Calling on full military force to wipe out the cartels. That's a little bit stronger than what we've been seeing. (laughs) I'd say that. He touted border security, calling it strong and powerful and respected all over the world under his leadership. Well, which it was. That's, that, that's undeniable. It's hard to argue that. The wall is being built. We didn't have these problems that we've been having for the past two years. And now here we are. By the wow. way, this was a plan of his for a while, is to go after military. Yes, that's right. Using the military to go after the cartels. That's exactly right. He did. And I, I think you would have seen a lot of that if there was a second term right. that actually happened. So well, maybe the biggest takeaway of that whole thing, though, is the confidence saying, when I'm in office again. You know what's interesting? Though? Yeah, that's well, he's always a very confident guy. Uh-huh. What's interesting, though, real quick, is that maybe if he does get back into office, maybe he wouldn't get as, as hard of a time when it comes to his hard stance on border control because now people are seeing the opposite. It's a really good point you make. I you know? wonder if there would be such a pushback then. To I don't call know, him because they've seen they've seen the effects of this thing. Now it's open. It may, it may not. I'm sure you're still yeah. gonna have people do it just because you know they want to get him for anything. But mm-hmm. 
I don't think it would be as loud and strong as it was before. I think they might quietly like, yeah, we're kind of glad he's doing something about it. Probably. There would, there would be less grounds to say anything about this. I mean, you, you, could, yeah. you could look at it. When you've got this administration talking about fentanyl and the dangers it poses because it's coming through the border. Exactly. Mm, that's where we are now. All right. In the meantime, uh, the good news that you heard about probably by now, and if you haven't, this is it. Damar Hamlin, Buffalo Bill Safety, woke up. First thing he asked for, wrote down on a piece of paper because he can't talk yet. He has to win the game. <laughs> it's incredible. Fantastic. I think it's quick thinking by the doctor's part. He didn't tell him, well, you guys were losing the game 7-3 at the time. He just said, you won, Damar. You won the game of life. Yeah, incredible. How great is that? So that's awesome. Neurologically intact so far. Uh, long ways to go in recovery. He's still in critical condition, and he's not talking because of lung damage and is still uh, you know, intubated. But... You got to take. I think this is the best possible news anybody could have hoped for this week. I just, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is, you know, we were sitting here Tuesday saying, boy, we were hoping to get some type of really good news, you know, maybe before the end of the week. And here we are, Friday yep. morning, talking. This is incredible news. Exactly what everybody was hoping and praying for for the guy. We'll take that deal anytime. How about that? <laughs> well, you also had this. Man, weird, more weird details coming out of that Idaho killings case. The uh, creepy suspect had his day in court yesterday. And now even weirder stuff coming out from, from some of the survivors in the house. I honestly thought we were going to have more clarity today after that first court right. appearance. We do a little bit, but I'm also more confused now than ever. I think some kind of a bombshell is going to come out of that case. I really do. So strange. So weird. <laughs> All right, got some good news, too, coming up next. And also, Mega Millions Night. That's a big jackpot as well. We'll kick it all off in the 9 o'clock hour next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. Yes, welcome to Friday. Beautiful weekend. I'll tell you, you just heard Katya right there. Abundant sunshine, she said. You know, we don't use the word abundant enough. That is really good word usage by her. Let's work that in. Love abundant that. sunshine. It's cooler. It's fantastic. We had a huge Mega Millions jackpot up for uh, tonight. They're saying 940. I think it's going to be over that. They, I mean, potentially could be a billion bucks now. Yeah, it might be, honestly, by the time it you know it finally draws tonight and yes. they tabulate all of the uh, amount of money coming in from people buying the tickets, it could be, or at uh, least close. Maybe it's like 970, 980. I love it. Too, uh, it's a number too big for me to calculate because I, I made a mistake in the news break of trying to figure out some of the playoff scenarios in the NFL. Oh. Wow. <laughs> they, they have a tall, tall task today to try to figure this whole thing out. I don't know how it's going to work out, but it's wild. They're talking. You know, one thing we haven't brought up because, you know, now that we know uh, DeMar Hamlin is on the road to recovery. Yay. And he, that's he, good news. Oh, unbelievable recovery uh, going on right now for him. And now that we know that, the NFL is starting to come out with, okay, we do need to look at playoff scenarios here because that game between the Bengals and the Bills is officially canceled. It's not going to be played. There's no winner. There's no loser. So they have one less game than the rest of the AFC and the NFL. But the problem there is, is that they're both really good teams who are fighting for a number one seed. You know, I was thinking about that. Would this decision have been made way... E- oh, well, obviously, it would have been a simple decision if they were both out of the playoff race. Sure. Like... These teams would have been four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but also, if one of them had been good and the other one bad, mm. would that have even been an easier decision? Maybe. But they're both yeah. good, and somehow it makes an, it evens it out. They're both playoff teams. Right, exactly. We I just mean, don't know where. That's the thing, right? They're both in. It was just a question of where do they end up. So now they're coming out. You know, They have to make a decision, and they're talking about all these different scenarios, these tiebreaker scenarios that come into play when it comes to like percentage points and like strength of schedule things. It's stuff like you hear about in college football. 
So here, okay, so here's what's going on. We won't go too deep into this because it'll make your brain swell. <laughs> There's a number of playoff scenarios as both teams are battling for the top seed. If the Bills and Chiefs both win this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. And they meet in the AFC Championship game later, if, that's if, that would be played at a neutral site. Same scenario would happen if both those teams lose Sunday and the Bengals win. If either of those three teams meet in the AFC Championship game, that also would be played at a neutral site. Neutral site stuff is crazy. By the way, they had this plan in place during the pandemic, and they never had they never had to use it because even though games were postponed, they were never canceled. They were still able to play them like a day or two later. So this is this is always kind of what they had up their sleeve. Instead of which, I'm surprised. Instead of just delaying the season by a week, but maybe just, you know, logistically speaking, a lot of moving parts with stadiums and schedules already in place. That's what it is. Right. It's probably going to be too hard to do. But, man, uh, flipping a coin for neutral sites, it's, it's, that's a rough one. They also say if it comes down, now this is like they hope this happens. If it even, if that can't even, be to say, if there's something else going on here, like if there's, God forbid, some kind of a tie Oh, gosh. They actually are going to go to, get this, something like out of college. And it has been in the rule book before. Strength of victory. Strength of victory. So that means like how many points you won by? Yeah. So point differential, which is actually it's what they do in soccer, actually. I mean, if it went down yeah. to it, it's always existed, but it's always like, okay, record, division titles, head-to-head. If you have to, common opponents. And then you go down to something like strength of victory. I. It's all these different tiebreakers. Oh, my God. This is what happens. Somebody's going to be upset. Yeah, and I, I feel bad for the fan bases of some of these teams, too, like the Chiefs. Now, the Chiefs play on Saturday night, so they're actually going to know their fate, at least as far as winning or losing, by Saturday night. They play the Raiders. They're playing the Raiders, okay. So they'll, they'll, they'll kind of know where they stand at that point. Now, they're still going to have to wait and see what happens with the Bills and the Patriots on Sunday afternoon. But, man, I, I feel bad for, like, you know, Chiefs fans, for, for example, right? If they get that number one seed... Kansas City's a tough place to play in the playoffs. Huge advantage for them. And now they and wouldn't have that advantage anymore. That is, they, so far, as far as this goes, they're the loser in this. Yeah, I would say so. I have no fault of their own. It right. really is true. You know, and, and obviously, there's bigger things at play here, and everybody understands that, and everybody, you know, knows that that's, that's the most important thing was DeMar Hamlin and him surviving mm-hmm. from Monday night. But now, you know, as things start to progress and he gets better... You start to kind of set in, okay, well, what now? You know, like, what's what's next? And so I do, I, I kind of feel bad for the fans who were, you know, expecting, like, home playoff games, and so they're not going to get those. <laughs> it's a year like none other, I'm telling it you. It really is. So bizarre. By the way, not, not to, uh, I guess, gloss over it, but our Dolphins and Patriots are fighting for the one playoff spot right now. <laughs> That's still unbelievable to me. <laughs> Still can't believe that. You're telling me. Dolphins had that thing wrapped up and they pulled the Dolphins. I mean, the most epic failure ever. If they don't make the playoffs, they've lost five straight. The Patriots have to what? They have to beat the Bills and the Dolphins have to lose, right? No. If the Pats win, they're in. Oh, because they beat the Dolphins last week. As bad as they've looked this year. How is that even possible? So winning you're in. to me. That's amazing. I know. <laughs> you just never know, man. If they lose, there's just like Aaron was talking about with the Lions. There's 15 different scenarios. Yeah. But if they win, if they win, they're in. And the Dolphins need to win, beat the Jets with their third-string quarterback, Skylar Thompson, and then they need to have the Patriots lose to the Bills. So the Dolphins need two things. They need to win and have the loss from the Patriots. It it's all comes down to one last, one last Sunday. It's like I'm hoping next year isn't anything close to this. <laughs> you know? So we have clear winners. I know. 
Come on. God. And they want to expand it. They want another game. They want an 18-game season. Well, that that was one of the other scenarios they were talking about, which it doesn't look like they're going to do this, was an 18 playoff. Because right now, you know, it's seven teams AFC, seven teams NFC. That was one of the ideas, but I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen either. So see how it all shakes out. God, if that wasn't confusing enough, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Try to put it in layman's terms as much as we can. My God. All right. The only thing on earth more confusing is that is the process by which you try to find Speaker of the House. No, no. I'm just going to let you this know this. Three days, 11 votes, and it's still not Kevin McCarthy. It is 11, right? It's 11. Holy he's a, he's moly. 0 and 11. Oh. <laughs> I love, some of the memes. Did you see this? He was talking about football, some of the memes that were coming out. It was after like his seventh defeat. It was like, Kevin McCarthy has lost seven straight, but he has a 47% chance to become Speaker of the House if the Seahawks and the Patriots lose this weekend. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's all combining. They just put it all together. Uh, this is what's going on so far with the Rebels. Uh, Lauren Bobert says that, you know, she's the gun-toting Colorado mama. She says she's not budging. My vote does not get Kevin McCarthy the speakership. I am a no on Kevin. Oh. Here, here's a guy, Ryan Zinke. He is uh, for McCarthy, and he says, I'm staying. I'm, I'm a SEAL. I'm trained never to quit. So I'll, I'll, I'll be here as long as it takes. Right. Here's another one of the interesting comments yesterday. This guy, Representative Don Bacon, comes out, right? And this oh. is what, to their credit... People like Gates and Bobert had said, they said, there are plenty of Republicans in this chamber that are going to capitulate and cave to Democrats. That's what they're afraid of. Well, listen to this guy. And it's on these 20 people. They're embarrassing the House. They're embarrassing the Republicans. They're embarrassing our country. So I think over time with focus, we'll get some of these over. But we also have to be willing to consider working with the Democrats at some point to get some consent. Work out some concessions and get some support there if these 20 refuse to budge. That would be the dumbest move of all time. Sure would. And it's, it's like, a possibility. It's like, here, take our power that we had. That would be so dumb. But you know what that is? That That is a direct threat. That's what that is. It's using the media yeah. to get a threat out there that, you know, the 20 Republicans, 20 or 21, you know, rebels as they're being called. I love they're called rebels. It's like Star Wars. The, the rebel, rebel Alliance. Yeah, it is. Resist. <laughs> the Rebel Alliance in the House led by their uh, their rebel leader, Matt Gates. You know, that's that, That's what that is. It's a threat for them to hear that comes out in the media, and then they're going to talk behind the scenes. All right. So I hope that doesn't happen. Let's see if there's any more uh, entries into this and suggestions. We're just telling you right now, as we opened up the text line and we we offer, offered it up to you, who should be the Speaker of the House? By a clear margin, it's probably like 60% of the vote so far. Our very own Jennifer Ross has been the number one name suggested. Yep. She'd take one and a half days to clean that mess up up there. Oh, she would do it real quick. That's all it would take. But there's others on there, 877-850-8585. What else are people saying? Well, yeah, you can definitely put another one up there for Jen. we got a couple more of those. Yep. <laughs> so uh, knock one up for her. Uh, and then this one, I, I'm not familiar with this guy, but I think you are. Uh, Victor Davis Hansen. Oh, yeah. He's really good. I, I guess, yeah. I mean, he's been around for a he's, while, he's I like suppose. He's a political analyst. You know those Washington think tanks, think tanks, but he's a conservative guy, and he's I think he's kind of like a consultant, too. He's a really smart guy. He's written a few different books I, yeah. I saw. So that's uh, another suggestion that one of our listeners put in there. He's not the chicken soup for the soul guy. That's Mark Victor Hans- Mark Victor Hansen or gotcha. Something. No, exactly. that's not him. This is this is Victor Davis Hansen. Yeah, he's different. Gotcha. Okay, not the same guy. <laughs> so that has been a uh, an idea from the listeners. Also, Carrie Lake has been thrown in there. Yeah. Of course, uh, Byron Donalds, who was, was yep. getting votes yesterday. Right. That was that was another name. He's good. I was I was hoping for some. Uh, some votes for people like, you know, just random votes like Dr. Phil. 
Or like, <laughs> you know, like, or, or uh, like Britney Spears. Britney would be fantastic. You I know? am all for Britney as Speaker of the House. Yeah, let's put her in there. Ozzy. Yes. You know, foreign born, but you can do it. We learned that too with Elon Musk, which That's, people are suggesting. Yep, that was one of the votes. As long as you're a U.S. citizen, just like Arnold Schwarzenegger became governor, as long as you're a U.S. <laughs> citizen, you can be Speaker of the House. It's interesting. Somebody said, and I don't know who it was or when they said it this morning, said uh, Carrie Lake on the text line because her name hasn't popped up for that, but that's interesting. I think her name is going to pop up. When when we're through this part of the whole phase and they start talking about vice presidential candidates, yeah. I think she's going to be one of those names. She would be an absolute perfect fit for Trump. I think so, too. Yes. I really do. Because, you know what, it, she has the same ideas as him, the same philosophies, right? Right. The same type of really, you know, in-your-face attitude. They called her Trump in a skirt. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's face it, which is not an image I want in my mind, no. quite frankly. No, But she does it in such a way... Where it's really eloquent, and you know she's so well spoken because she was a news anchor for a long time. That's right. So she knows how to present herself a little bit better, rather than just um, you know, Trump in your face. I'm going to come after you. So she wouldn't calm him down like Mike Pence did, but she would be able to like smooth things out a little bit and and message it out. And yeah, exactly. She would be she would be Trump, but just saying it smoother. That's all. He probably will do something like that because he has obviously announced he is running. And his latest thing when he was talking about the border in response to Biden's ridiculous plan was he said, when I am president, I will fix this border and go after the cartels. That's such a nice thought. He is making plans already. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if that decision for whoever the vice presidential pick for Trump is has already been made in Mar-a-Lago. He's probably probably already knows. You think he really, really? Yeah, That would be interesting. Yeah. Or or at least he has a, uh, a short list. That won't be revealed until way late in the game because you want to, you know, you want to like extend that thing out as much as you possibly can, like milk it a little bit. Sure, but I, I bet you he knows who it is already. It would make sense because yeah. you think, you know, he's been thinking about running for a while, mm-hmm. right? As far as you know, running again for a third time, and if that's the case, I'm sure someone like that has names in the back of his head. Who would be my my vice president? Who would be my chief of staff? Who would, you know, I have as, uh, you know, a special advisor and all these different things, general secretary, you know, defense, all all this stuff. He would probably, probably honestly has most of his cabinet picked out in his head. Well, he's going to fire him in a month anyway. So, you know, it doesn't matter. (laughs) He's going to bring back the mooch. Oh, my God. (laughs) Scaramucci. Forgot about that guy. (laughs) Isn't he on a game show or something? Probably. I don't even know. All right, we've got uh, weird details, more of them, believe it or not, coming out of that Idaho case with that uh, Koberger, the uh, suspect in court. First of all, he's a weirdo. And the second thing is that it raised more questions about how that even happened. That did uh, more on Harry, uh, the Prince Harry, oh coming out. He needs to oh stop boy. talking. There's uh, one revelation. I was not expecting another one that he might, I don't I would be worried if I was him when the Taliban starts to respond to your book. Yeah. He's got. I don't. Everybody hates him. I think everyone. It's not a good week for for uh, old Prince Harry. There he needs to stop talking. Yeah. That's for sure. All right. That and a lot more coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Sorry about the delay. I was just reading something fascinating about this ridiculous NFL scheduling thing. East South Florida Morning Show, News Talk 850 WFTL. There's Diener. Karen's got news coming up. I'm Bill. So they talked about neutral sites for potential AFC championship games. One of them they brought up was Ford Field in Detroit. You know why it's not available, Diener? 
This is really, this, this is kind of sad, actually. <laughs> this is from NFL writer Ian Rappaport. In mid-January, they have a scheduled planned changeout of their turf. So does that mean they weren't planning on making the playoffs? They just say, hey, let's just do this in January. We're not going to be in the playoffs anyway. At the very least, the Detroit Lions had guaranteed themselves that they were not going to have a home playoff game (laughs) in mid-January. That's really sad. That's one of the saddest things I've ever seen. Oh, no. Poor Lions and Lions fans. So you're telling me, uh uh-oh, Karen's coming back in. If you had known that the Lions were planning on not having a possibility of a home playoff game in January. Would you have picked them to win the Super Bowl on G- in, when you did in, in September? Yes, because this is a total Lions thing that they do. <laughs> they find ways to lose and ways to sabotage themselves. Sounds like the Dolphins. It's a total... It, I, I don't doubt this at all. Somebody in the in the Lions executive committee yeah. said... That's hey, just... Hey, we're scheduled. We got that company coming in to change out the turf. We'll do it in mid-January. We're not going to be there. We're going to be out anyway. Season's going to be over. That is so sad. I would be so mad as a Lions fan if I was. That's rough, man. So what if they do make the playoffs on Sunday? It's status quo. Yeah, oh my god. Ain't gosh. happening there. Well, they're not going to have wow. home field advantage, so that's another thing. Well, well, that's true. The best they can be is a seventh seed. But yeah. still, you can't before the season schedule a turf change. You can look at it, though. <laughs> As okay, no home field advantage, but then when they do end up coming back to play, they have new turf. All right. Well, well yeah, nice. but not going to do any good. <laughs> wow. I mean, literally, the planning committee was like, yeah. "Listen, guys, Listen, who no. are we kidding? We we get who half. We, we, we get half off if we do this job in January. That's We're unreal. Not a home playoff Martha game. Martha Firestone Ford was like, "Go ahead, yeah, returf it. That's in January. amazing. That's rough. So now we know why they wouldn't be able to use it as a neutral it's site. Embarrassing. And it, and it was the, it was the turf company coming to them going. Yeah, we can only fit you in yeah. uh, January 15th. Sorry. Everybody else has booked us, you know, after the season. <laughs> That's fine. Wow. <laughs> that, uh, oh, I didn't lions. see that one coming. How about that? <laughs> I have another neutral field idea. <laughs> My God. <laughs> now we know. <clears throat> there you go. All right. Also, in real news, this is happening in Idaho. They had the creepy suspects, mm. this Koberger character show up, and this is what the judge said, what he potentially faces. Is this normal, too, by the way, or is this just an Idaho thing? Do they have to lay out the exact potential if he's found guilty? I didn't I, know this was a thing. This sounded stunning to me. Yeah. The maximum penalty for this offense, if you were to plead guilty or be found guilty, is death or imprisonment for life. Man, that's a sobering reality. Just hits you right in the face. And you have to make sure that the suspect, the defendant, understands that. So she said, do you understand the charges? He goes, yes. Wow. Do you understand the penalties? Well, also heard from the attorneys. This is his defense attorney. How'd you like to have that case? He believes he's going to be exonerated. Family for one of the victims also came out, and this I hadn't even thought about before. Can you imagine? Now, listen, the guy's not guilty yet. He's got to, he deserves at least his day in court. That's how the system works. But you're the family members of a victim, and you got to show up in court and face the person that's being accused of this. That's, that's got to be right. It's obviously an emotional time for the family, seeing the defendant for the first time. Um, this is the beginning of the criminal justice system. And the family will, will be here for the long haul. This I, I just think I, I, they're pretty confident that this is their guy. But I just think something else is coming from this case. You got one of the survivors of the house. This girl had said that she had heard crying the night of the murders, and had seen a guy in a mask that she thinks is him, and had let him in. Wow. Huh? Why? Well, why? What? Why is someone letting him in? I don't know. And where's up this, with this new thing? detail coming out about this? You know, all of a sudden, one of the roommates hears the crying, sees the stranger. 
We've never heard that before. Now we're so st- strange. I mean, I, I'm honestly more confused. I thought we were going to get some clarity on this today once he had this day in, in court or his right. first appearance in court. And now I'm just a little bit more confused with some of the new details. It's, all of it's strange. I mean, why did he do this to begin with? This guy was, what, uh, going for his doctorate in criminology, wasn't he? Yeah, I think, yeah, he was a, he was a doctoral student. Yes, he so, was. You're right. He was studying about, you know, different uh, serial killers as part of his thesis. I So did he just get too far into it and flip the switch in his brain? Or does he already have psychotic tendencies and, you know, his, him studying this stuff maybe uh, led him down this road? I, I just makes no sense to me. You know, what a cover, though. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more, that more, like, you know, mass murderers are criminology students. What a cover at first. Yeah, that would be a long game right there. Why do you have all these uh, search terms in your computer? I'm a student. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm trying to write thesis. my thesis, you know. Well, I just don't understand what would, what drives him to randomly kill four college students in, in a frat house in Idaho. It, it makes me wonder, too, and this is just throwing it out there. They don't know here from there, but I mean, you know, do you work alone? Yeah, Because right. that suspicion, that question's being raised now. How do you makes, do that? Makes you wonder that too. There were survivors from the house, and the dog didn't bark. Yeah, I see. That's the part that always gets me. A dog is going to bark unless the dog knows you. It's going to bark. So that's the part I, I just having trouble understanding. I don't get it. I don't get any bit of that thing. I also don't understand the entire Prince Harry thing, and I also it, it kind of irks me because it's like the headlines and the excerpts coming from this ridiculous book he wrote are so outlandish. It's forcing us to talk about it, and I didn't want to. <laughs> so I kind of like have a grudge anyway. We're, we're kind of like Biden with the border. It's like it's so. Yeah, you're right. I didn't want to. I didn't want to acknowledge that they that the Markles exist. Yeah, but it's gotten so crazy. We have to talk about it. Uh, here's one. Okay, here's just one of the things coming out here. Harry broke an unwritten rule. Veterans are saying the Duke never should have revealed uh, that the Talib his Taliban kills as an ex army chief colonel. Hmm. Uh, as an ex-Army chief colonel says, because they're saying that Harry, because he did serve, you know, he was a helicopter pilot, he was in, you know, Afghanistan. He says he was responsible for 25 kills of Taliban. It's a lot. Which may be. I mean, it's totally plausible, right? Sure. Well, this has caused a commotion among the Taliban who still apparently have social media accounts. Didn't know that. I didn't. Is that something Elon should clean up, you think, maybe? Maybe. <laughs> Taliban is taunting, is taunting the big mouth loser, they call him Harry. Wow. After he said this. Big mouth loser. So they're so coming out with fighting words. The Taliban. First of all, they got some sort of social media director over there at the Taliban. <laughs> How does that work? Right. I mean, is it some vegan Taliban guy sitting in a room and talking about social media? They're like they had a meeting. That oh, tweet this out. What is going on? Call him a big mouth loser. <laughs> Because that's uh, the whole thing that, that shocks me about this story is not Prince Harry's book. It's the Taliban responded on social media. What is that? I know. That should be the most shocking thing yes. of all. Exactly right. <laughs> I didn't know they had such capabilities. They should not have any of that capability no. whatsoever. They should not. That should be the next thing. That, and I guess they're talking about Twitter. Was I, don't really know, that? I don't know what else they should be. they would be talking about. Please tell me the Taliban doesn't have a Facebook page. I, I don't know. Is this Twitter? Is it Reddit? Is, I, I don't know. Please follow our Taliban Instagram. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Please follow us on TikTok. Oh, jeez. For all our funny tricks and videos. <laughs> the Taliban are doing TikTok dances? That would be awful. Wow. And there's another thing we're going to get to next. that This deserves its own time. It appears that, again, another excerpt from a book, Prince Harry attended his brother's wedding with a frostbitten private area. Yes, that's right. 
Didn't need to know that. Well, you're gonna you're gonna throw that out there in an excerpt from a book and expect us not to talk about it. I think not. It's actually uh, in the process of going up on the morning show blog. If you want to hear more of that in detail, really, it is. Yeah, how can I not put that on the morning show blog? I know we got a revelation about frozen junk from a prince at his brother's wedding. What are we doing? I mean. That's also, made from the morning show blog. He also said, remember yesterday, Karen had the story about, I guess this is also from the book, that he actually did have a physical confrontation with his brother, William, over this. Right, they, yeah. There's more details about that. There's another quote from Harry about this, about how angry he thought William was. And he goes, I saw the red mist. Oh. Is that a term? I, I guess it is now. English folks, help us out. Is that when someone's angry? <laughs> oh, you've got the red mist. Oh, no. The red, he was steaming. Is that like another way of saying I, steaming? Steaming that. That okay. must have been it, I guess. Wow. Oh, boy. All right. A lot to cover. Coming up next. And it's mostly all fluff. Coming up next, the Self-Loader Morning Show. We'll talk about the uh, Mega Millions jackpot as well. All of that coming up next. Keep it here. News Talk 850 WFTL. It's the South Florida Morning Show. Welcome to your Friday. Thanks for being with us. Appreciate it very much. Morning Show blog is always there for you. We've got uh, a couple of different things on there. You can find on the morning on the uh, 850 app as well as 850WFTL.com. I think I think Diener's right. He put on the Prince Harry story about his frostbitten private area. Yeah. Oh yeah. Got to do it. We've gone full fluff news. It's, it's happened. We had, I had to. I mean, this story is out there. I, I would just be silly to ignore it that in his new book, Spare, Prince uh, Harry there is making a lot of big splashes with all these revelations, getting into fights with William and all this stuff he's been talking about. It's like I say, and all the family fighting and stuff. And I guess I guess they're really, if you want to believe him, whatever it is. And I know that's not important to us. We're Americans. We don't have to follow this. It's just like fluff entertainment news, really, at this point. It's tabloid. It's it is tabloid very stuff. tabloid. Yeah. So the English love it. Sure. They eat this stuff up. They absolutely love it. But it doesn't make him look good at all. And they, apparently, if it's true, the infighting with the royals, I mean like the kids, Kate... Who will be queen? Yeah, and uh, and Meghan and and Harry and and William, like it's real fighting. Yeah, they don't they're not big fans of each other apparently. But that so uh, one of the things he revealed was uh, he was on an expedition to the North Pole and got a little frostbitten. It's cold up there, really cold. And uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's in the book spare. Speaking of numb, which we all are. <laughs> There's a million excerpts from this thing. This thing, the most interesting, though, to us, because we have, you know, childlike minds. He, <laughs> the delicate condition he was in during Prince William's wedding to Kate, mm-hmm. which was 2011 already. It was that long ago. Was it really? Jeez. Yeah. Uh, Harry was frostbitten, like you said, Dina, on several parts of his body after the expedition to the North Pole in March of 2011. And here's the quote, which makes it all worth it. Pa was very interested and sympathetic about the discomfort of my frost-nipped ears and cheeks. He's talking about Charles, of course. Sure. Who's currently the king. He goes, he goes on to say, while the ears and cheeks were already healing, the todger wasn't. Oh, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> I've uh, never really heard the term todger before. Again, here's your homework. Work that in three times today. I hope we could even say that on the air. <laughs> Probably can't. It's a Friday. <laughs> It was becoming more of an issue by the day. Oh, God. <laughs> this poor guy. He left nothing out in this book, huh? Uh, no, I guess not. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, if you want to look deeper into that story, it's on the Morning Show blog. So there you go. And also the thing, too, this was great. I don't know who makes the meme. You think Trump hires an official meme maker, or is it just some of the geniuses that are out there on social media send him stuff? 
I think it's both, but I think this time it was just someone on social media that that made this and it kind of <laughs> spread like wildfire within those the, the circles there. So now that and it's been out there already, but finally on the House floor, Matt Gates actually said it. And so I rise to nominate Donald Trump for the position of Speaker of the House. Trump gets a hold of this and somebody, like you said before, probably Don Jr. sent this to him. I'm Trump, telling you. Trump puts on Truth Social a meme that is done so incredibly well of Biden up there and Kamala Harris and sitting right next to him is Trump as Speaker of the House. <laughs> and it's a great picture. We put that on the blog, too. It's really funny. Yeah, so you can click on the story and you can scroll down. You'll see the picture that Trump tweeted out. And uh, look... Don't take it as you know Trump campaigning to be Speaker of the House. He's just kind of playing along. He knows he wants Kevin McCarthy to do it. He already said he endorsed him, but it's funny to see him kind of play along with it and post that meme. So great, especially when you see the picture. So you can whoever check that out. did it is a genius. Really good. I don't know who it is, but they're great. <laughs> hilarious. All right, in the meantime, we opened up the uh, text line, 877-850-8585. Got a bunch of responses all morning long, and who you think should be Speaker of the House. We only had a couple of different rules. they got to be alive. Right. You can't say Trump already because right. it's like that's old hat material now. Where, you know, it's already been said. Come up with something else. And I said, don't say Roger Goodell. That's my only request. That's, yeah, that's right. It's the only thing I ask. <laughs> uh, leading with 70-some-odd percentage of the vote is Jennifer Ross. That's right. She had become, more votes come does in. Does Jen know yet? No. We, we need to text her and let her know this is her new job. I should let her know. You gotta go to DC. Sorry, hon. I'll, t- <laughs> I'll text you on the break and let her know we had this poll, and the people have decided. The people have spoken. You can't listen. It's like Twitter with Elon. The people have spoken. You gotta hold true to it. That's right. But what are some of the other responses that are in there? <laughs> well, if we're gonna text Jen, I guess we should also text Joyce because now she has a vote. Oh yeah, I knew I knew there'd be a Joyce vote. Sure. Oh yeah, so we got Joyce in there, right. and I don't have his number, but maybe we can find it through uh, corporate channels. <laughs> Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey? <laughs> Steve Harvey has a vote here. From Speaker of the House? Yeah. <laughs> All right. It'd be funny. Sure. Steve Harvey. Uh, Colette from Boca. That's that's from her. <laughs> <laughs> just the look. And I know it doesn't work on radio, but you know, he does the... He does the family feud look yes. where he's just so stunned at the dumb answers. That's, what, that's the look he would give to Congress. <laughs> just have that look all the time and they would know, uh, maybe we'll move away from that motion. Right. So Steve Harvey has a vote for one of our listeners there, Colette and Boca. All right. I like it. I like it a lot. 877-850-8585. Chime in. Whatever you want. Whatever. Whoever you want. Cardi B. Put her on there. Sure. She's the one that, that actually is going to fix the economy. You know, it's fine. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> you you got a vote, too, from one of our listeners, Dave. Yeah. Sorry, Dave. I know. You don't, you don't want to do it. Not happening. <laughs> Not going to do that. So, uh, you know, that's open, too. As far as McCarthy goes, they still think it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to happen. He's more confident than ever. He actually talked a little bit yesterday, a guy that's been very quiet through the whole thing. It's the entire conference is going to have to learn how to work together. So it's better that we go through this process right now so we can achieve the things we want to achieve for the American public. No, that's fine. I, I think at the, at the end of this process, he's actually going to be a better speaker. I really do. Maybe I wouldn't have thought that if we just, you know, automatically assumed he was going to get the job. Way too cushy. I think a guy like that can be good if he's not so comfortable. And there's a lot of people like that. And that yes, and I think he needed this. He needed this little push. He needed, you know, this back and forth. And it'll, it, look, it's going to get done. They're going to make the final concessions. Everything's going to be fine. But I think it's going to make for a stronger house. It will. So that, the, that's why I haven't mind this very at much. At the end of all this, I think it will. If it doesn't, there's going to be such a backlash. I mean, honest to God. <laughs> by, by the way, yeah, well, that too. There's a, we, we got a great list here from one of our listeners in, mm-hmm. in the text. They sent us um, a list, speaker elections decided by multiple ballots. Oh, really? No, because so, it has happened. It has. 
And they said, you know, this is the first time in like 100 years that it wasn't on the first ballot, which is true, but it's not the only time. In fact, we, we mentioned Kevin McCarthy has lost 11 ballots. The last time that happened was in uh, 1839 wow. during the 26th Congress. There was 11 ballots. Then we have to go back to the 17th Congress in 1821. There was 12. But then you start to go up here. Someone named Howell Cobb in the 31st Congress of, of 1849. <laughs> I'm sure from Cobb County, Georgia. <laughs> Maybe. He was uh, Congressman. <laughs> he was elected on the 63rd ballot. And then, 60. Can you 63? imagine? three? And then the most ever. This is wild. The 34th Congress, they must have really hated each other, but I guess, you know, take into account the years here, right? Mid-1800s, so around Civil War time anyway. 1855 to 1857, someone named Nathaniel Prentice Banks became Speaker of the House. They had better names back then. Great names. On the 133rd ballot. You're kidding. Could you imagine... If something like that happened today, the, the uh, Sean Hannity's head would explode. <laughs> he, he would just be lying dead on his desk on live TV if that if that were to happen. So back in the day, there were a couple of guys doing a pretend radio show with pine cones and tin cans back then. Yes, that's right. And they were talking about this thing with the, well, now we're on the 95th ballot. Let's see how long <laughs> this thing goes. It was the South Florida Morning Show in the 1800s. That's exactly what it was. They were talking about it. Oh, my God. Could you imagine 133 ballots? But it's true. I mean, there, there has been precedent for this thing, and they actually used to put more thought behind this. Not, you're guaranteed this job just because you've been there since, you know, God's dog was around. No. Right, right. It's good to debate and fight this stuff out. I'm glad. I'm glad, actually glad it's happening. Yes, that's why I, you know, I'm I'm not a fan of some of the talking heads on national media who are like, no. "This is an embarrassment. These are insurrectionists." No, you're you're saying the wrong things. This is a process. This is what it's supposed to be like. Right. Work things out. Absolutely. We we do have some more speaker votes, by the way, that we can get to. Who'd we? Uh, all right, we'll save we'll those save till it, a little yeah. bit. But again, if you want to chime into it, eight seven seven eight five zero eighty five eighty five. Anything is fair game for the most part. Anybody. But I'm just telling you right now, Jen's going to win. Oh, she's far and away the winner Jen right is now. so far yeah. ahead in the voting process, no one is going to outseat. She has more votes right now than <laughs> Kevin McCarthy has <laughs> in real life. I'm just telling you. It's true. It's a good point. All right, we'll wrap that up. Coming up next, uh, Mega Millions update as well. And uh, here's another thing that's making parents lazy. Self-driving strollers are now a thing. No. I don't know what... You know, you know that movie. Um, is it is was it Up? No. What was that movie? Or was it where Wally? Wally, where people yes. didn't even walk anymore; they just got scootered around by robots. Yep. I swear to God, we're turning into that. Oh, I could see it. Anyway, we got that and more to finish out the week coming up next. The East South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. News Talk 850 WFTL. It's the South Florida Morning Show. Welcome to Friday. It's a beautiful weekend weather-wise, by the way. We heard Katya say that a little bit earlier. Cooler wear. What'd she say? An abundance of sun. Abundance. That's a good weather term. Oh, I can't wait. It's really nice weather. Oh, oh man. Open up the windows. Enjoy. Go outside. Oh, not to be a downer, but it only means one thing. More New Yorkers moving to Florida. Ah, uh, here we go. <laughs> That's, that's all right. You can drive up the price of my house. That's fine. <laughs> that's right, too. <laughs> I'll take yeah, that. You can take the good and the bad. You yeah. know, that's how that goes. All right. Uh, just to update you on some headlines, the best news story of the week so far is the, uh, it's really not come full circle yet, but boy, it's come as close as we possibly can. Damar Hamlin, the safety from the Bills, is 
conscious, uh, not completely breathing on his own, yes, but he is making a big, big recovery, and that's about as good as we could ask for for this week, and that's fantastic news. I love it. It really is. It's it's honestly, where we are with him right now in his recovery is the best thing we could have asked for on a Friday morning. It really is. Didn't expect to have you made the best comparison of all. Tuesday morning, we were saying, oh, I hope he lives. Man. Really? Like, that was the question. Man, I hope he lives. But yeah. here we are. And now it's just incredible. It's testament to to everybody praying for him. Testament yeah, to is. you know all the doctors and their talents. It's incredible to see power of prayer and power of uh, early prevention. Yep. Uh, doctors doing their job, the teams doing their job, the stadium, everybody. It all works together. Here's the exact detail. He's neurologically intact. That means like brain function and you know motor skills and all that stuff. That's great. Uh, still in critical condition. A long ways to go in the recovery, but still. Was able to like grasp and squeeze a loved one's hand, and had responded and communicated through pen and paper because he's still intubated, so he can't talk quite right. yet. He still got the lung damage, but uh, the very first thing he wrote was, "Did we win?" <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> That's a football player mentality yeah. right there. And the doctor, which I think was some pretty quick thinking, he goes, "He didn't bother to tell him that they were losing seven three at the time. Don't right. throw that in there." He just says, "You won, Tamar. You won the game of life." So. Amazing and he, and he has, and he did. It's it's like a scene out of a movie. Good for them. I love it. I just uh, also good thinking by the doctor not to go into detail and be like, well, the NFL is still deciding. The owners are going to meet. They're going to talk about playoff scenarios. I think he kept it simple. He kept it inspirational. That's good. Well, um, tomorrow I'm going to print out the schedule of tiebreakers. <laughs> And, and I want you to read this. He'd be oh, like, no. just put me back in the coma until this is done. You know what? Till week 18 is done. They, they, then bring me out of the coma. Wait, wait, let me sleep some more. Wake right. me up when they know. Uh, we'll deal with that. Oh, oh what a my mess. God. It's yeah, going to be insane. Good job. But that actually is happening, though. Because of this, the NFL has called the game a no contest. You're going to look yeah. back in the history journals, and you'll look back at week 17, and when you look back at Bill's Bengals, it'll say no contest like it never happened. You don't see that too often. <laughs> hey, by the way, I, I didn't ask this question yet. What happens to the stats of who got the touchdown? Is that wiped out? So, or can they still count that? This, I, that's a that's a good question because seven three. I think the stats will count because the game was being played, but it was canceled. So I think they'll still count like because Joe Burrow had a touchdown pass to Tyler Boyd. That was right. the only touchdown in that game, and then there was a field goal from the Bills. So. I guess that still goes, you know, like towards season stats and things like that. Not this is neither here nor there, and this is like a, f- a fine detail part. But you know, how this is the time of the year where a lot of players have incentive laden contracts. Yeah, and they have to get a certain number of snaps to make their bonuses. Right? Can you imagine? Eesh. Can you imagine because of this game, if you fall like ten plays short oh. of making your bonus, I would, I would hope the team comes through for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Right? I, I would hope that's for guys like that because that's a big thing in the final week. You got maybe it's like five catches away from a five hundred thousand dollar bonus. I, that is a thing. Yeah, and so I would hope that <laughs> if it's like a snap count bonus or like a you know, playing time percentage, because there is that stuff. You know, if you play, oh, there is like sixty percent of uh, of the snaps in the season, you'll get a two hundred fifty thousand dollar bonus. So. I would hope that the teams, the Bills or the Bengals, will give those guys a break <laughs> with those, and they'll they'll kind of kind of you know wipe that out and fix the percentage a little bit. Because if not, if they kind of get screwed over on that. That would be a shame. Can you imagine? Oh man. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But there's all kinds of crazy tiebreakers, and the NFL execs are gonna. They don't completely know, by the way. They're gonna no. meet today to figure out all the breakdowns and all this different thing. But there's like tiebreaker and neutral site scenarios for championship games. We'll see you, know, you know who's losing yeah. this so far? 
The Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. Fans. Because yeah. if they both, if they went, well, I forget how it breaks up, but they could wind up playing a neutral site championship game. Right. If they go to the, I think it's if them and the Bills go to the AFC title game, then it would be neutral site. It depends on like who wins on Sunday. I mean, it's, I guess it'll work itself out. We'll see how everything plays out by, you know, Sunday night. We'll know what's going on, but. What a nightmare scenario, though. Pretty wild. But at least uh, DeMar's going to be all right. That's we, the main thing. We think anyway. In the meantime, this is one of those uh, kind of like the filter catch stories we didn't get to before, but this is the time for it. How lazy are we? Because now a self-driving baby stroller. For 3300 bucks, by the way. I hate this. It debuted at the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas this week, which is going on. We didn't talk too much about it. Some amazing things coming from that show. Did you see the folding laptops? Oh, really? It's like the whole screen folds up. I think it's Lenovo. Oh, wow. It folds up, and then you open it up again. It's 18-inch laptop with no, no crease. Really? Unbelievable. How do they do that? I don't know. I don't know. Huh. But this thing is out here, too. Self-driving cars, self-driving bots, self-driving baby strollers. It's from a Canadian startup called Glickskind. It won an award for their AI-powered smart stroller. I hate this. I do, too. Um, it's called Ella. Ella? Elia. And they've been taking pre-orders for a few months now. Very popular so far. Officially going on sale. It should start shipping in April. You won't see unattended strollers flying down the sidewalk just yet, though. Self-driving feature only works when your kid isn't in the stroller. Then what's the point, then? To return? It's I- like... <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, you have the like stroller park at Disney. The inventors say some parents have asked for that feature, though. Self-driving thing is just for when your kid wants to walk or be carried. Ah, okay. Oh, I see. Okay, so you still have to push the stroller when your kid is in it. Okay, that's better then. Because I don't want lazy parents just be like, oh, let me press the button. I don't have to push my kid anymore. No, that's part of being a parent. You push your damn kid in that stroller. Okay, I agree. But that's a feature that they can easily fix, says the company, and that's the next thing. Ah, uh, there it is. So you're like, you're on your, here's the scene. You lazy parent are on your phone yep. playing Wordle or right. Words with Friends, not paying attention, but a artificial intelligence is walking your kid down the street. I- <laughs> Great. I can see it. Apparently, that's that's the future, Bill. Wave of the future. Wave of the future. <laughs> self, self-rolling strollers through Disney just rolling right into the back of your ankles. They're bad enough Wait as they it. are. Oh, the double wides? Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Did you ever, ever have a kids in a double? We, we did. I did not do the double wide. I did the double long. No, we did the double long, too, <laughs> okay. but, but we were in that phase. Oh, it was rough. Oh, man, I think it was Here, like a tank. Here's something from this invention, though, that does come in handy, though. There's a power assist for going up hills and grass. Okay, well, that's good. That I could absolutely see. There's some features that I like, but I, I don't like the thing parents can just be lazy and not push a stroller. No, that's part of your job. It's kind of like the uh, like if you saw the Mandalorian with the baby egg where it just yes. like floats around. <laughs> it's just kind of it's attached like electronically to him, That's but it true. just kind of follows around That's to where true. his waist is. Don't go wrong; it's convenient, but uh, there's just something about it that irks me. Yeah, a lot about it irks us. All right, well, you want to hear the the final uh, votes yep. here? The final tally. We know jo- Jen won the vote for Speaker of the House she according did. to the public, but who else is in there? Well, others receiving votes. Cardi B. Yes, we, we did get a vote for Cardi B. All right. James Woods. Jimmy, got, Jimmy Woods. James Woods got a vote from one of our listeners here. Here is Karen Curtis. Perfect. Karen's got a vote. Right. And then we have, this is a good one, maybe my favorite, actually. I don't know why we didn't think of this. Last but not least, Grady Judd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd. Your proposal on the bill is graveyard dead. 
Wouldn't that be the best? Oh, that's a that's a good one. I love that. Feel free to still uh, text in. We'll, sure. we'll recap those on Monday because this still probably isn't going to be decided. But have a great weekend. I hope you win Mega Millions and remember us. And with all that said, we'll talk to you Monday.